Head on over to cufflinks.com and use code DVR20 to save 20% off your order. No minimum. Cufflinks.com has the greatest products for looking good. They have all the geeky stuff. Man, if you want like a Star Wars tie pin, you want some cufflinks that have the Captain America shield, Game of Thrones, all the sports teams, college sports teams, they have everything to add that little touch to make you look great. So, Look awesome when you step out the door tomorrow. Go to cufflinks.com. Use code DVR20 today. Around the Couch Podcast, baby. Live reaction to the New York Jets. It is fourth and 21. Fourth quarter, 33 seconds left. Leading Buffalo 20 to 17. Josh Allen back to pass. He scrambles. He scrambles to the left. He scrambles to the right. He rolls out. He throws all the way down. Holy shit. Oh, no. Oh, wait. Any flags? Sauce? Game's over, motherfucker. Jets win! Sorry, Kellum. Jets win. Let's do it, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. It's already started. The podcast is here. You hit play. It's Around the Couch, brought to you by the DVR Podcast Network. Check us out at DVRPodcast.com. Head on over to the Patreon. Go to Patreon.com slash DVR. And of course, we're here to talk about little Week 9 recap, Week 10 picks of the NFL. Very exciting. Another weird week. In the NFL, we've got some news. We're going to mix up how we do things. We'll see how it works. But first, let's say hello to everyone. You heard his voice. It's the man, the myth, the legend, DJ Solo Hines. Oh, I was going to say, I was like, DJ Tim Hines is here? Talking Tampa Bay Bucks That would be nice. That would be nice. We should get him on. Hey, I again, I look forward to this damn thing every week. I took my nap. Um, you know, the Cowboys are off, so I don't, I'm not going to be talking about them until we pick the games. But um, I'm excited. What a crappy week. I had, like, the worst picked week yeah. uh, in my history of life. But betting-wise, I have a little tidbit to share with you guys what I did this week to make up for that. All right. I like it. All right. Hey, how are you doing there, Brett? You're back. I'm back. Two weeks in a row. I wasn't planning necessarily to come back, but <laughs> after Georgia kicked ass me, I thought maybe I can jump on the love seat here at the end, and uh, we're going to get to it. But I did very well on my picks as well, so yeah, I had, I had to come on and brag a little bit. But very happy to be back with y'all. Awesome, and of course, our man from Minnesota. What's up, Ando? You know, I was I had a sneaking suspicion we might hear Brett's voice tonight. Not only did you do really well, I after I hadn't gotten the picks from you and it was about five o'clock my time, I'm like, I bet he's just gonna try and come on tonight. So I'm glad that you are here, Brett, because it's gonna be fun. <laughs> and uh I also got two naps in today. I had a couple sick kids, so I stayed home and watched the kids all day, and when they napped, I napped. So I'm ready to go and I'm ready to talk to some grown children tonight uh, talking football so let's yeah. go <laughs> well done well done <laughs> and nice. yeah i did a little bowling today actually with Lachlan. well i didn't bowl i just watched him bowl three what do you call them sets rounds what do you what frames? Are they 
frames frames frame is yep. frame okay. there's like 10 frames in a game okay so he played three games and i watched him and you better know this stuff, Axel. We're doing our bowling podcast in the off season. Let me tell you something. I had a nice conversation with the lady who runs the joint. And I was like, I would love to make a movie here. It is such a, and she was telling me how it's like, it's such a community. People come back and like, there's this kid running around and I'm talking to him like, who are you? He's like, oh, my dad comes here like through two, three days a week. So I just hang out here. And he was like telling us about which machines to play, you know, like those grab them machines. Lachlan loves those things. So uh, that, that's my story. Oh, wait, are we talking about football or? Is this, no, we're talking about the Pete Weber's cast. run in the PGA or oh, whatever it's yeah. called, the PBA. This is the PBA? Kingpin podcast. NJ? PBA. Yep. All right, PBA. let's get into it. Um, we're going to start out with our teams. Let's start out with the Vikings. Um, another, well, I should first say that, am I wrong or am I right that every single game in the NFL this week was at some point tied 17 all <laughs> at least four of them. <laughs> Is that true? I think it was, yeah. I think it was all of them. Right. But I know the Vikings it was all were three of, of your game. It was all three of your games. And then the Sunday night game was 17, yep. 17 and it went to overtime. So and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the Packers and Lions and either team scored 17. So there's at least one that didn't do it. <laughs> well, all four of those games also finished with the score of 20 to 17. Mm-hmm. Crazy, crazy. So tell us about them Vikings. Well, another uh, seat of their pants game for the Vikes. Uh, it was almost a revenge game for Taylor Heineke. If you guys weren't aware of this, he actually was signed by the Vikes out of Old Dominion as an undrafted rookie. And lost out. This is how long he's been in the league. Lost out to the current Giants offensive coordinator, Mike Kafka, who used to quarterback at Northwestern. Oh, yes. Kafka got hurt. Kafka got injured, and Heineke got signed to be the third stringer behind Teddy Bridgewater and Sean Hill. He stayed with the Vikes for a couple years. Never played a snap for him. Had no idea. Yeah, it's it's a weird cause Heineke like back when Teddy was having issues, but every once in a while there'd always be. I mean, you know the vocal fanboys put the backup in. Everybody would always clamor for Heineke, even though he never even took a snap for us. So it was. It, I always think about that when I see him play for the Redskins. I always kind of cheer or the Commanders, excuse me. I always kind of cheer for him. So, but it did end up being a revenge game for, and I'm sure you've seen this. Kirk Thuggins now is being called partying shirtless <laughs> in the plane after the game with chains and everything. Um, not a great stats game for him, but he made the throws when he needed. It was a fantastic throw to Delvin Cook for a touchdown when they were behind late in the game. Um, they uh, see he was and he was open due to uh, the defense paying more attention to not just Jefferson, but TJ Hawkinson, who was huge. Yeah. Hawkinson only had three days of practice. He played 91% of the snaps. He led the team with nine catches. Five were for first down and three were on third down for a first down. So Hawkinson is already paying huge dividends. I mean, only three days of practice, and he, from what everybody has been saying, he basically already has the playbook memorized. So hopefully that was ended up being a good deal. Um, it was a, another weird game, too. It was way closer than it should have been. I don't know if you guys have seen this. It was a 49-yard TD pass to Curtis Samuel, and Heineke threw into triple coverage, and Cam Bynum, the safety for the Vikings, was going to pick it off, and the referee wiped him out, wiped out Bynum completely. The referee was trying to get out of the way, took him out, left Samuel wide open. Samuel caught it for the touchdown. It was a very crazy play. <laughs> the uh, nice. They came back from 10 points again in the second half, second time they've done it. So they've come back again. So it's nice that they actually are doing comebacks, which is 
not something Vikings teams of the past have done. I've said that before on this podcast. So, and I, it's starting to feel, I mean, they're not feeling like a team of destiny by any means, because they're not blowing teams away, but it feels like they're seven and one. It feels like they might be one of the more unheralded seven and one teams ever. Most people still aren't talking about them. I think, I mean, and I was looking back and I'm sure this week, everybody was watching the jets and the bills. And the week before that, everybody was watching that awesome Falcons Panthers finish. So team, they're playing at the same time as those teams. I don't think people are still really paying attention. And I guess maybe we'll find out this week if, well, they play Buffalo. We'll talk more about that game later. But if Allen plays this week, we're, I hopefully we'll find out how good this team actually is. So I'm still optimistic. They're still making, like the veterans are making plays when they need to. I'm seven and one. I can't, add, I wasn't expecting that at the beginning of the season to be seven and one after halfway point. So I'm happy about this. <laughs> I'm still happy about this team. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, I would think you would be, man. But I think that you're right, too. We're going to talk a little bit about power rankings and playoff pitcher and such. And I, I do think, you know, I just it's just such a weird, weird year in the NFL. Totally weird, including the game that I thought <laughs> I had no faith at all. That my jets. Well, just listen win. to the first ten minutes of the podcast from last week. Everybody can tell how much faith you had, Axel. Yeah, and uh, you know, and kudos man, to Manny for calling you out on Facebook about it. Yes, I have to say that this was. I had my spirit guide Manny with me, kind of keeping me settled through this game, and maybe he was the one keeping Zach Wilson settled because right out the gate. He was looking good. Hey, look, he dumped off the ball instead of throwing some crazy pass or twirling around in the backfield. Every time that he was rushing or every time he was scrambling, he was going forward, not backward, right? This is what people were talking about the whole week, that he needs to move forward. If you're going to scramble, fucking move the ball forward, get some yards, they did like three designed runs for him. Um, I mean, and like we've seen so often in the NFL, Tom Brady, the, sometimes the more you pass, the worse your team is doing, right? Even if you're starting out that way, you're not just trying to catch up from being down. But Wilson was 18 for 25, just 154 yards, a touchdown, no fumble, no interception. Uh, Michael Carter had 76 yards rushing James Robinson. I I was just about the score was 2017. The Jets had kicked a field goal and there was like seven and a half minutes left in the game. And I was about to text you guys because <laughs> I was thinking that should be like a Patreon upscale or something upsell <laughs> like you can get in our texts <laughs> or just annoying each other all day. Um, but I was going to text, Hey, all the jets need to do is a six and a half, seven minute drive and kick a field goal. And this game's over. And it was 17 all I should say. And that's exactly what they did. And James Robinson, it was just run, run, run. I think there was one pass, uh, which was to Denzel Mims of all people who also wanted to be traded up like two weeks ago still. And, uh, you know, the offensive line ragtag pulled it together. 
I the, and I mean really the defense just killed it. This Jets defense is absolutely ferocious. I mean, they haven't been this good in over a decade. They're just everywhere, man. Mosley, Williams, Sauce Gardner with an interception. Jordan Whitehead had an interception, another one that he dropped. I mean, it was just what a great game. I, I just, and I, let me tell you, I was just sitting there watching it, keeping my mouth shut because, you know, Zach Wilson and Sala and the coaches, they schooled me and they, and I was like, I was wrong. They got it together. He played great, and it gave me hope. You know, halfway through the week, some reporter <laughs> asked um, Josh Allen about, you know, um, people have made some comparisons between your game where you threw three picks against the Patriots, and then you kind of like that was kind of a turning point for you. And he said the same thing. He was like, yeah, I've been there before. Wilson is a really good quarterback. Like he was kind of, you know, being really, I mean, Josh Allen is a cool dude, but it kind of gave me a little hope too, but man, I didn't think they were going to win. They did. It makes me a little bit more pissed off about the New England game and that fucking refs call because we could be leading the division right now going into a bye. Um, but I'm not going to complain. I, I'm feeling really good about the team. And if Zach Wilson, he can throw for 154 yards for every game the rest of the season, as far as I'm concerned, uh, if they if he keeps it together like he did in this game. I was very impressed. Just the difference that one week made, that's that's good coaching, you know? And that's a kid who was admitting and knowing that he wasn't playing well. So look, look on the bright side, Axel, the Jets could still lose eight in a row. Like you predicted (laughs) still in play. Hey, listen, man, I'm a Jets fan. Well, I I think I've earned my fandom for this fucking team has earned me the right to vacillate like this. (laughs) Of course. Of course. And, you know, Axel, I got to say, I I went back and looked through our texts and at 243 on Sunday afternoon. So it would have been 1243 Pacific time. You texted the group, Jets need a seven-minute drive to end this game, baby. Oh, I did text it. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I did text it. Okay. <laughs> I thought it sounded familiar. I'm like, I think he did. So I, I went back and checked just now. So That's all. Yeah. And that's what they did. I was like, man, that that's not, let me tell you, it has been a long-ass time since I've thought something that's like just a kind of a take it easy, win the game, and they've actually done it. So I was, I'm feeling very good going into this buy. You also recorded a live stream of you as you watched the fourth and 20. That <laughs> Buffalo had. Well, that's right. That's you supposed to start the pod. We yeah. all know how much you pod. hate editing podcasts, actually. But you'd need to edit that audio into this podcast because it was glorious. I should. You know what? I'll send, I'll, I can do it easily. I'll email it to myself and drop it in. Oh yeah. Cause I was emailing Kellum. Uh, who was a great sport about his Bills losing this game. <laughs> and that was for him. And I just wanted to be like, this is how, ha- and, you know, Lachlan was having fun. It was, yeah, I forgot that I did that. And, all, man, it was like a blur because the, uh, yeah, the emotions were running hot. Drop Speaking of hot, hot, tell us about Hot Lana, Brett. Well, Hot Lana wasn't so hot on Sunday. <laughs> um 
Falcons were the one, only one of our teams to lose. Uh, it was a weird game. I got to say, every time I, I watch this team at the end of the game, I, I say, that's one of the weirdest games of football I've ever seen. And, and, and it happened again. Probably the weirdest play in this game was with 34 seconds left, tied 17-17, but the Chargers are already in field goal range. They're just running out the clock, as you do, to kick a game-winning field goal. And their running back, Austin Eckler, fumbled the freaking ball, and I lose my mind because uh, Daquan uh, Graham, our defensive lineman, picked it up. And he's rumbling, bumbling, stumbling down the line towards midfield. You know, possibly getting us into field goal range at the very end of the game. And as if the ball was covered in bacon grease, he just like <laughs> dropped it without even being <laughs> bacon grease. And uh, Chargers pounced on it with like, so now there's 20 seconds left, but they're out of field goal range. Well, one play later, they're even further down the field than they were before Eckler fumbled. So they end up kicking the, the field goal to win the game. But I can't be too disappointed because, you know, Atlanta's not a great team. Um, so they're going to lose games like this. But I was just impressed that they were in a position to win the game. They had a really good first quarter. The, fir the first half was also very weird. The first quarter – they forced Justin A. Bear to uh, two three and outs while they went on two scoring drives. So they're up ten to nothing after the first quarter. The second quarter was the exact opposite. They were shut down. I think they had three three and outs, and the Chargers had two touchdown drives. So going into half, every single drive was either three and out or scoring drive. So I wasn't feeling too good about the third quarter. But we came out, we stopped them. We stopped, stopped them on a three and out again. We got the ball. We're driving down the field. We got, we're, um, with a pass to, um, Drake London. He's, he's inside the five yard line. He's fighting for extra yards, trying to get to that goal line. And Khalil Mack, as if an eight year old saw a four year old with a toy that he wanted. Khalil Mack just went over, <laughs> took the ball from Drake London, oh, and started yeah. running the other way. That was amazing, so, man. And at this point, we're down 14 to 10, but we're about to go in potentially for a touchdown. It was just brutal. Yeah. Luckily, Speaking, we picked off. I think that off. was just, just after I text you, Falcons looking good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah, right after that text. But uh, then we picked off Herbert, though, um, a couple of plays later. So we ended up driving the field again, scoring that touchdown. And then we were in position to uh, – so we were up 17-14 at that point, and we were in position to go up more. But Young Wei Koo, one of the best field goal kickers in the league, missed a 50-yarder. And uh, that was pretty much all the offense we could muster from that point. Uh, the Chargers tacked on two field goal drives and won the game by three. But – you know, it was an entertaining game, and the Falcons are four and five, and technically they're still tied for first place in the NFC South, baby. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. Sort of. They lose the head -head <laughs> but, but take it. But take it, Brett. Take yeah. it right now. Halfway point. I'll take it. Nice. 
Speaking of taking it, is Axel taking a pee break? No, I'm sitting. With oh, hey, Axel. I was, I I was just letting everyone chat, man. Um, no, I know. I just wanted to be. It was called comedy, but that oh, failed miserably. So, you know, I don't know anything about that. I'm from New Jersey. Um, oh, that's right. Jersey City. Yeah, no, I was looking at, yeah, Falcons, Bucks, uh, Saints, Panthers. I'm just looking at the NFC South here and uh, taking in what Brett's saying. I was thinking about what you were saying, Brett. It's interesting. All our teams, and I know we didn't get a chance, but we will talk about the Cowboys because, like, the Cowboys have a very talented team, right, that they've built. The Vikings, I think, too, have a talented team that they built. The Jets Mm -hmm. have a talented team that they built over the course of only a couple years, right? But they built the team. Whereas I do feel Mm -hmm. like the Falcons just kind of had to feel the team this year. Yes. (laughs) They're starting to build it. Yes, they're building it and they're, they're succeeding. They're gelling like this and becoming a team like that. But I just question whether Mariota is – I wonder if there's some people in the organization that are th- weren't really thinking that they were going to do this well. And is it messing up plans to try to get a young quarterback next year? What do their draft picks look like next year, Brett? Do they have picks already or do they have anyone else's picks? Off the top of my head, I'm not sure. Um I know that I assume that they're they're going to draft a quarterback next year. Um, they did draft a quarterback last year, and uh, Desmond Ritter, third rounder. And a lot of people are eager to see what he has, but like Marcus Mariota is, he's not he's not bad enough for you to tank, but he's not good enough for you to. Yeah, go anywhere. Yeah. So, and Brett, he, actually, it's funny because we talked about this on the pod. I want to say three weeks ago, whatever, about the whole when you have a young quarterback and you bring in a veteran to to you know as a stopgap until the young quarterback's ready. And nine times out of ten, the veteran plays like one or two games and they put in the rookie. And this is a case where it's not happening, whether Ritter's not ready or whether they are happy with what Mariota is doing. Plus they're, they're competitive. They're tied for the division lead. Um, so it, this is the one instance that it'll be interesting to see if Mariota does continue. I think the only way they bench Mariota is if you guys lose like three in a row or something, or then maybe they try Ritter. Um, is that what you're hearing yeah. from your sources down in Atlanta? <laughs> I'm think I'm thinking it's Mariota's job unless he gets injured. Just right. because he he gives the team the best chance to win and they're they're in a position they're they're you know they're in contention for the playoffs as crazy it is, as it is. So, I think he fits um what Arthur Smith wants pretty well. I think this team is very well coached. Um they're, so they're just yeah, they're they're finding ways to win and finding ways to stay, you know, keep games close. So they they're definitely not talented, and they definitely don't yet have the franchise quarterback on the roster unless it's Ritter. Um, but you know what? Anything can happen in any given year. You know, you can still sneak in the playoffs here. I actually, 
I actually ran the, uh, every team in the NFC South's schedule through Rehoboam earlier. Nice. And uh, I actually had the Falcons winning the division at 10 and 7, with Tampa Bay second at 8 and 9, the Saints at 5 and 12, and Carolina at 4 and 13. So that's what Rehoboam thinks is going to happen. And actually, there, there's a coin flip game in there, Atlanta, New Orleans, that I have Atlanta winning. But even if they lose that game, they could finish first at nine and eight, and the Saints would still finish third at six and 11 at that point. So that, that is what my projection is and my, what my heart says. So take it for what it is. But uh, yeah, they're still in this thing. My question for you, Brett. If they draft a, a QB next year, they keep Mariota and Ritter, would it be threes a crowd? Come and knock on my door. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe not. I don't Do most teams have three quarterbacks on their roster? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it would be. Sometimes they keep two, one on the practice squad, but I don't think Ritter would pass. That'd be interesting. They might keep the three or if Mariota what, was Mariota. Was it a one-year deal, two-year deal? Do you know offhand? I think it's a two-year deal. Okay. So, well, you never it's know. Not, it, I was just looking that up while you guys were talking. It sounds like it is technically it's a two-year, but it's, this article says it's effectively a one-year. The second year is a, is an option pick. So, yeah. uh, okay. So, easily decline two-year deals are, isn't it? Right. Yeah. I want to see mm-hmm. how usually it's, yeah. it's a set six million for this year and then a $12 million option for the second year. So, it's a big pay jump if they, if they pick up his option for next year. So, and I'm sure that there's incentives in there too, that maybe aren't out. You know what I mean? Like when you Mm -hmm. get a certain point, like they're doing well, you know, a lot better than they thought. I just thought it's interesting how, I mean, I, I was watching that game and there is a lot of pulling it out your ass going on, on the Falcons. (laughs) But I like it. It's grit, you know, and it shows like a team playing together. Uh, I kind of dig that, especially we're seeing some teams like, you know, I don't know, say the Rams that are supposed to be these well-oiled machines that just don't seem to gel as a team anymore. You know, right. So I think that this that's why I, I even though this is a weird season in the NFL, I'm kind of enjoying seeing the teams that are successful are really kind of gritting it out and working together as a team, not just like this kind of built or bought team, which I'm usually not a fan of. Just like, I'm sure you guys are the same. Whenever your team drafted a player, don't you always feel like they're more a part of the team than if they get them like a free agent or whatever? Like they, it kind of takes time. You know what I mean? They're one of us. Yeah. We have a saying in Minnesota, if you're from Minnesota, you're always one of us. And that's that's how it always feels. With the Vikings draft them, they're one of us. If it's a, yeah. it's a, if it's a, a, a yeah, mercenary they bring in, well, it takes a little while for them to be part, truly part of the team. It's it's messed up. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. I think dude, the other thing, like we've talked about a hundred times, especially when I was down on the Vikings earlier in the season, and you guys, I think Heath, you particularly pumped me back up and like this year the way it is, you just get in the playoffs, anything could happen this year with the team oh, yeah. so up and down. So especially with injuries and everything. You just don't know what's yep. going to happen from here on out. Um, you know, I, you know, for me as a Cowboys fan, it's tough because we haven't been to an NFC championship since 1995. Uh, so, or, you know, the 95 season, 96, 
January, but uh, it, it's just like getting the players, you know, especially this year, like Axel mentioned, it's such a weird year. And I think they have been weird years the, the last few, but this is the weirdest. And now that we're really covering it and doing a pod, I think we're, we're, we're more in tune as well. And it, it's just, it, it is strange because there isn't, I guess the Eagles would be the one team right now that seems like they haven't made too many mistakes other than maybe oh, almost giving up leads early in the year, not scoring in some second halves, but every team has flaws. And, I, and I'm sure eventually we're going to find out if the Eagles have a flaw, but I just, God, I just hope they don't go undefeated to win the Super Bowl. I don't know if I'd be able to do this pot <laughs> anymore. I don't that won't happen. happen. That ain't going to happen. I hope, I, hope, I hope you're right. I mean, they, they, they barely beat the Cardinals. Remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'll tell you. Yeah. Yeah. I have a feeling that the Eagles will get knocked out in the divisional round. I mean, they'll. Well, I told you the Cowboys will knock them out. Yeah. Cowboys or, you know, or I'm hoping Seattle wins the division. The Niners are a wild card because then the Cowboys wouldn't have to play the Niners until an NFC championship and the Niners would go to Philly. And that would be, I would like to see that. That'd be an interesting matchup. That would be, wouldn't it? Yep. I like that. Um, All right. Well, I think what we're going to do, we were talking about it. We're going to kind of meld our Ottoman with Andy's hammock and kind of talk about, (laughs) the other games when we talk about next week's games. So let's move into our onside kick it's spinning over to the left and Josh Allen on, tried to grab it and he hurt his elbow. Um, Josh Allen may be injured. His UCL is sprained by the jets. I think it was Quinn and Williams did it. And then even after he sprained it, he then threw the longest in-air pass. It broke the record that the other dude uh-huh. had two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah PJ like, Walker. Yep. Yeah, it's like 69.5 or 67.5 yards in the air. Uh, so he's not that hurt. <laughs> you know, like, or he did, or he had adrenaline going and he kept pushing and yeah. messed it up even yeah. more. That's what I'm afraid well, of. That hurt it. it yeah. Yeah. It's funny because I was watching the end of that game and I'm like, I didn't realize it happened like really at the end under a minute around the minute mark. Cause I'm like, man, he's throwing it around. He's going to be fine. And then I go, Oh, there's the play. Cause then he short hops one to digs. Uh, you know, it was like a 10 yard uh, out uh, in, but it, it just, it, you know, he short, short hopped it. And then he threw that long ass pass. And I'm like, Oh my God, did that, did that hurt him? <laughs> It's like, you just wonder, but I think Andy's right. I remember uh, Stefania Bell on ESPN was talking about it, how that adrenaline does kick in. Because sometimes you'll see players get hurt. They play the rest of the game, then they're out four weeks. And it's like, what? Because their body has time to, you know. So uh, I just, he's in my dynasty league and I lose him. I'm screwed. Uh, And and just for, as a football fan, uh, you know, hanging out around the couch, you guys, it's, you know, it's tough, but you know what? It's a rough sport, and that might have just opened it up for the Jets and the Dolphins. Um, who knows? Yeah, man. Um, I, you know, it, it, I, I have to admit that I was just talking about how it was so nice for Josh Allen to say something nice about Zach Wilson. You know, like, 
I really love this guy and I love watching him play and to the way he's grown and become such a great quarterback. And he's such a beast, man. Like even as I was watching the jets game, I couldn't help but marvel. Like I was saying a lock and I was like, look at this guy. It's like, if you ever play football, play football like him, he just loves hitting. He, he could have been a freaking defensive lineman or something. Well, maybe a linebacker, but he is just amazing, you know? Um, so it's sad, but it definitely, I mean, who's their backup? Case Keenum. That's all you had to say. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny because Ando had a little case miracle with the, the Vikes. Yep. I was going to uh, bring that up later on. Yes. Continue. Heath. Okay. No, no. I was just going to say is like, I, and, and I loved him at Houston when he was in college. And that's all I remember of him. And what, how long ago was that Vikings tenure? Like, uh, that would be four years ago. Okay, so it's been four years. So, like, I'm high on Case Keenum, but then I realized, well, he hasn't been really relevant for four years. He was the Washington football team's quarterback not too long ago and got benched, I think. So, yeah, it's – but, again, can he Cooper rush it, you know, where a backup comes in, don't try to do too much. Buffalo's got a really good team. Maybe they can, you know, I if you know, if you can go three and one. Well, I'm just saying. I, I'm not yeah. saying it's going to happen, Axel. Um, and I didn't ask for your opinion. Oh, no, I did. I'm just, <laughs> oh shoot! Now we're getting into it. No, now we're sure. around the couch. Axel, I quit the podcast. <laughs> I quit. No, no. But that's the thing. You know, I don't know. And they play a tough Vikings team this week, and it's just, you know. The backup, you know, how long is the injury going to be? And can he hold serve like Cooper Rush went four and one and saved the Cowboys season? I mean, the defense did, but that's what I'm saying. Keenum's not going to have to do too much. If, can the defense and everyone else and the, and the coaching uh, get well, them through? That's the question I, to be asked. I got, I'll, I'll say one thing about Keenum, and I actually was going to bring this up last week, completely unrelated. Well, when Axel, when you brought up the story about getting mad at Lachlan when you were during the Patriots Jets yeah. game and all and the dad thing the I, I was going to tell you at that time don't be mad about that because the first time Luke was one year old when that when the Minneapolis miracle happened and him and I was sitting there quietly watching the game on my tv in one room and Claire and Luke were sitting in the other room just reading a book or something like that and when that happened I I like screamed because I was like that kind of shit doesn't happen to the Vikings ever crazy play crazy and i mean going crazy and i said that was the first time i ever scared the hell out of my son is because he had never seen me act like that like start screaming and <laughs> going crazy i mean it wasn't for a good reason obviously but it's even more relevant now because not only was it case keenum throwing it this might be another th- thing positive for the bills if he has to play the guy who caught that pass was stefan diggs who is dun, 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 dun. the bill's number one guy now i mean it's a double revenge game for diggs and keenum this weekend if they play and they have chemistry. They, I mean, they played that. Keenum was the wow. time that really made Diggs the great receiver here. That is oh. great stuff there. And see Axel, see Axel. Just, yeah. I'm just wait. I'm, I'm not all. I mean, I granted it was four years ago. That's why I know it was four years ago because Luke was a year <laughs> old when it happened. But yeah, so I mean, there is some, and it's four years since then. I mean, I guess Keenum is well rested, but it's, it's. Uh, I don't. He'll still be a huge downgrade, but I don't think it's going to be a all of a sudden they're playing like a JV football team. 
Yeah, I just wonder because I think that Josh Allen is one of those quarterbacks that makes up an inordinate amount of his of the offense. He's the leading rusher on the team, the leading passer on the team, you know. He yeah, creates, I saw some stat where he's like 91% of the touchdowns yeah, have been through him. Yeah, I mean, mm. he just creates so much of it is the offense is built around letting him create. So I just, I I don't know if they really are a team like that. I mean, do you really think that Devin Singletary or Cook or Isaiah McKenzie are going to run for like 175 yards or so? You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, Axel, maybe they, I, I, this year I'd believe it, but I just, I'm Naheem Hines, but I also have to say about we haven't talked so much about the injury itself and like what it could be and if it is really bad they're talking like there there was i guess it was fake someone had tweeted out something that he might need like tommy john surgery or something like that mm-hmm. but, that was a rumor going around for a little while and it's been yeah well it hasn't been confirmed or denied as far well, as because well, it's the tommy john ligament or yeah. that's why so people automatically hear tommy john they don't yeah. think of the pitcher they think of the surgery, the surgery. that's true but i guess and yeah just, anytime a baseball player has that injury it's almost yeah. always ends up being tommy john surgery so we don't know and i heard another someone uh there was another uh tweet or something i read that said he had a similar injury in college and he was out two to three weeks or something like that um a similar situation where he was hit when he was throwing so I I think that was when he was in the NFL. Didn't he miss like three or four games? I think it was maybe. I think it might be when he was a rookie. Maybe okay. I can't. I thought it was college too. Maybe but, it was. Uh, regardless, way, yeah. 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 I just there. It. I'm really at odds about this because I should be of all of us. I should be the one being like, I hope the motherfuckers out the whole year. But I kind of don't because I really do want the Jets to beat the Bills. They already did. They beat him with Josh Allen. So let's keep on beating him. And then we also all get to watch Josh Allen be awesome in other games that they hopefully don't win, but he still plays. <laughs> well, and for me, I've always got that that thing in the back of my head that the Vikings are going to collapse at some point. And when the Vikings collapse, I do like to watch, I'll watch other good players. Yeah. And he's one of the best. He's so much fun to watch. So, yeah. Yeah. You got anything to say about this, Brett? Um, not, not really. I just, the, the reports I've heard is that he's day to day. So, you know, there's still a chance that he's going to play Sunday. True. Um, we'll just have to see. Yeah, we will. Well, what do you think about the, uh, the, uh, Indianapolis Colts this week? This is our next news item. Have fired Frank Reich, the quarterback carousel King. Uh, and they've hired a high school football coach and former, what was he, an offensive lineman? Yeah, center. 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 Peyton Manning. He was off. He was good. Yeah. When the ESPN analyst. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, He's an ESPN analyst and a consultant for the Colts. Okay. Uh, I think he's in their ring of honor, too, the Colts. Yeah. He is. And apparently he coached high school football right down the street in a little town that I drive through every single day when I go to work, and I didn't know that till I read it. (laughs) earlier that's awesome. Georgia but uh very bizarre um I should say yeah the whole thing was I guess Ursay their owner who has been kind of uh I mean this is just like I, I feel like our all of our lives are just like rich billionaires acting 
like children. It's like, that's what, like <laughs> all of the world has become now. We just have to kind of put up with it. Um, but this guy, oh, is, nobody ever tells you, no, it's easy to act like a spoiled brat. That's, that is true. And, um, yeah, this whole situation was just really strange. And then I guess they were pretty combative in the press conference. And then they, you know, people in, I guess in the building, of course, feel like they were passed over. Um, it's just a strange situation all around. What do you think about it solo? Well, I mean, in football, when you have someone, someone gets fired, you, for the rest of the season, you almost 9.9 times out of 10 promote within like your defensive coordinator becomes the interim and you just play it out. Like when Wade Phillips was finally fired by the Cowboys, Jason Garrett took over and he went five and three with a bad team and uh, the rest is history. Then mediocrity for the next decade. But um, so this is bizarre. it's really bizarre. And the fact that Ursa is the, <laughs> the owner, it just, it, it like makes sense. I don't know what their goal is. Cause you know, you got John Fox on there. Granted, it's been a while since he was a head coach, Gus Bradley. I mean, you don't have anyone who's ever called an NFL play, I believe on the team. And I guess the assistant quarterback coach is going to be the yeah. OC um, because Frank Reich, it, it, what it comes down to is, Head coaches are tied to quarterbacks, whether you draft them under your reign, whether you sign a free agency. We saw great things happen in New Orleans when Sean Payton, he wanted Tony Romo, Cowboys wouldn't trade him. They signed Drew Brees and look what happened. Like you have those. You had Nick Saban was with Miami and they they signed a hurt past his prime Dante Culpepper. I think you remember that, Ando. Uh, I remember him scoring a touchdown for the Dolphins and pointing to his knee, uh, you know, and, and Bree, what a memory. Yeah. What a memory. I don't know. It just stuck in my head because the reason I say that though, uh, is because drew the had drew Brees gone to Miami would Nick Saban have lasted longer in the NFL. We don't know when you're a quarterback, uh, when you're a, a coach in the NFL, when you go through, you know, Andrew Luck retires, all of a sudden, Andrew Andrew the Giant just retires, and you're like, what? They bring in Rivers. They gave up way too much for Carson Wentz, which don't get me started on now because the Eagles have the Saints pick next year. Their own number, they have two number ones next year, and they and and it started with the stupid Carson Wentz trade. The Colts giving up, ugh. and then you know you bring in Matty Ice past the. I mean. He, he wasn't going to succeed with this group. And then some about now they're talking like the old line, which was like the best in the NFL. One of the best two years ago now is, you know, soft and Quentin Nelson's not playing. You know, he was like the next coming yeah. of Zach Martin. And so it's just, you know, aid. yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah, the left guard and center are making, I think, you know, close to 20 something million combined or 30 million or something. So yeah, it, it, it's, it, it Coaches are the first to go, and it's too bad because I think, you know, Frank Reich, man, led the led the greatest comeback in playoff history, Bills Oilers, uh, 1992. But uh, it, it's just he'll find a job, and I, I still think he's a good football mind. Him and Doug Peterson were the masterminds of that uh, Eagles championship, um, if you will. But, uh, you know, and like uh, – and but the same thing because of the stupid Josh McDaniels, I'm taking the Colts job and I'm leaving – 
Frank Reich didn't get to hire a lot of his assistants. They were already in place, like Iberflus, who's coaching the Bears now, and a bunch people are already on staff for a lot of it. So there's there's a lot of weird stuff there. And uh so it, it's too bad, but you know, the Colts was supposed to win that division. And I think it comes down to the Carson Wentz deal, them crap in the bed in Jacksonville when they all they had to do is beat a bad Jacksonville team and go to the playoffs and they lost. And then the start of this year, it's just, you know, it's not good at Indy. No, a sad situation, a weird situation. I heard, uh, I think it was a Locked On NFL podcast. Uh, the dude, Brian Peacock, was like, why don't they have Matt Ryan call the plays? <laughs> I was actually thinking the same thing. Is is he going to play now or is he still benched? I don't know. Or do we not know? They, what I saw is, I think Ursay said he was... He, I think what he, he reversed course a little bit and he said that he might play again now this year. So I don't know. It's really weird what's going because there's rumors there about it was a performance enhanced or a performance based contract thing that they didn't want him to get him snaps yeah. because he wouldn't kick in or is he hurt or isn't he hurt? I, there's some weird stuff going on there. I, I don't think we've, we're, we, I don't think we're privy to all the information. Well, obviously not, but I think there's more that's not being t- talked about in the media. And I mean, mm. the other thing, other thing with that team too. I mean, Jonathan Taylor's been hurt almost the whole year, yeah. so I mean, they're they and like what you were saying with the quarterbacks. He rank was or Reich was there five years. He's had five starting quarterbacks each year at the beginning of the season. The only yeah. one he didn't mention was good old Jacoby Brissett. Was the other? Was oh the yeah, Jacoby. Yeah. So, but I mean, how can any coach win when you've got a different starting quarterback going into every season? You can't. I mean, that's you can't. that's like any continuity. That's like Ando. It's like a quarterback having a, like Alex Smith for the Niners having his first five years of his career, having like five different offensive coordinators well, and systems. That's what I was going to say about Kirk cousins. That's like, um, he had like his last, I think five years with the Vikings every year has been a different Oak C because Zimmer didn't really meld well with the offense and he kept firing offensive coordinators. So cousins has had a different system every year too, which has not helped him out at all. No, no, no. I feel bad for Frank Reich. Um, I think that the guy, I don't know if he'll get another shot after this, you know, this just doesn't look good, but he could be an assistant again and maybe he'd like that. Yeah, Yeah, no, you're right. It could, he might have to go the offensive coordinator route and do like what Dan Quinn is reinvent himself. Even though we all agree, Dan Quinn shouldn't be a head coach, keep him as a DC but he may have to go that route. It really, it really depends. Um, you know, cause you forget too. a lot of these coaches stuff. Think about it. Like in the movies, you work with the director, you work with the producer. They really like you. They hire you for other things. It's such a fraternity in the NFL. We don't know who is big contacts. And, you know, there could be a major head coach that is like, Oh, I want you here. Like, you know, we don't know his relationships. So he could already have a job waiting or, he could w- try to wait and get a head coaching job, but he may not be a top. You know, it really depends. No, you never know. Another weird thing, and, uh, you know, a lot of fans there who are not, uh, haven't had a winning team in a long time or a team that I think they could really believe in. And that that QB carousel, I've been on it with the Jets. It's just fucking depressing, you know? It's really depressing, and it shows once again how important it is and how hard it is to find a person to play QB. 
Speaking of which, let's move on to Solo's power rankings Ooh. as of 11-8-22 that Solo put in the notes. He wants to get the date down here just so you know. It may because, have changed so- since yesterday. I don't know. Well, no, no. The reason I did that, <laughs> and I'll tell you the little backstory, because I, I want, because I think I last did them on October tenth, so that gives us a month. Nice. I okay. did. I did my power rankings on November fifth before this weekend, and then I blew them all up because after what happened this weekend, I had to redo them. <laughs> so as of eleven eight, uh, just some highlights. Uh, the Texans have taken over the worst team from the Panthers. Uh, it's funny because I had the Panthers up more, and then with that uh, terrible loss to the Bengals, uh, they're at 27. Um, yeah, it's just you go through it. I, the Eagles have taken over the number one spot. I had to give them the number one spot. I dropped the Bills to two, Chiefs uh, three. I moved up the Vikings to four ahead of the Cowboys, even though the Cowboys are on a bye. I just feel seven and one, and the way the Vikings are winning. I, I just I had to put them up there, uh, you know, and then I got seven Niners, eight Seahawks, nine Dolphins, 10 Ravens, Jets. OK, this is a big thing. So looking at my notes, originally the Jets came in my first power ranking. Uh, let me see if I can find I had them sixth, the highest I think anyone's ever ranked the Jets in their life. Then <laughs> then I had them dropped like all the way down to like the mid twenties, mm-hmm. but I have them 11th now uh, with that. Oh, I mean, that bills win a 10th. Sorry. I have them 10th. I have them in the top 10. Then giants, Bengals, Titans, chargers, Pats, bucks, Rams, Falcons, Packers, Browns, bears, commanders, Broncos, Cardinals, Steelers, saints, Panthers, Jags, Raiders, Colts, lions, Texans. The Falcons are a tough team for me to rank because I, I've had them up and down and I knew Brett was going to be on the pod and I'm like, can I make Brett happy? <laughs> um, but I have them 19th. I do have them below the Rams and the Bucks. They lost to the, Buc- to the Bucks. You know, the Rams, it's tough because I, I think they're bad. They're really bad, but it's tough to drop the Rams any lower for me right now than 18th uh, or 17th, wherever the hell they're at. Uh, Cause I can't, cause I misnumbered it. I'm like, see, okay. Uh, because <laughs> you know, but it's just, I'm looking at it guys. There, there's a lot of bad, there's more bad teams than good teams. It's just, it's pretty yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's just, wow. That's why I make the tournament. So any, any thoughts, power rankings, anything you guys would change anything you want to dispute. Anyone? I think Miller? it's pretty good. I think it's a pretty good list. I, I mean, yeah. besides maybe moving a pick up and down a, a spot or two, there's nothing that sticks right. out to me. It's like, and the you're totally right on the Rams. How the hell do you, I, I feel the same way about the Bucks. The Bucks on paper should be a hell of a lot better than they are, but they have not, I've seen a lot of their games. They don't do anything to impress me. So where the hell do you rank them and the Rams? I mean, they're, they're, they're the same. They're definitely not good teams right now, but when I look at the teams below them, do I rank a lot of those teams higher than them? I have a hard time doing that. Right. And what, what I try not to do, guys, is project. I like to, to do the rankings as of right this week, as of 11-8, Axel, that day. <laughs> because yeah. 
it's so easy to maybe put the bucks up more thinking, oh, they're going to make the playoffs. They could make a run. Well, no, because you could still be this, you know, the 13th best team and win the Super Bowl. It's just where you're at right now. Um, Because, you know, again, we talked about this when I first had the power rankings out of how like RG3 at the time after week three was like, the Dolphins are better than the Bills. They beat them. They're better than them. People like, no, the Bills have a better team, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, it's unfair. You can't just because they have a better team. You could have a better team and go seven and ten. I mean, I mean, but are you a better team? Yeah, you might have more talent. I've gone through that years with the Cowboys having the most talent of anyone and then them underachieving. So I like doing this week to week. Um, so uh, I enjoy it. Are you uh, Axel top 10 jets? Do you feel uh, uh, jet fandom aside what you've seen through nine weeks? Do you feel they're a top 10 team? Um, I feel the defense is. And I feel if Zach Wilson can throw for 154 yards, <laughs> no interceptions and no fumbles, and go forward instead of back when he's scrambling, I think that they are a top 10 team. But it is such a weird year because just, I mean, I'm thinking of that Titans-Chiefs game. I mean, I know it went into overtime, but then I think back on it and I'm like, how the fuck did the Titans how did they how did they finagle that game (laughs) like you know what i'm saying because i just i think i think the chiefs are so strong and then you look and you've got titans 13 chiefs three you know what i'm saying and then here they were very evenly matched in a game that just happened i think it's just a weird season um the ravens are a strange team the defense is getting better uh lamar's getting better uh, they look like they're going to go on a run. Seahawks. The Niners are an intriguing team to me, and I like where you have them because I think with the addition of McCaffrey, they've really put it together on offense. And the defense is playing well. Bosa. Uh, that's a great team. What a trade that's that a, was for the Niners. I know, right? Unbelievable. That's a, that is the probably one of the hardest teams for me to rank. Yeah. Because they Potential. did beat the Seahawks early in the year. They, um, you know, crushed the Rams like they always do. And now we're knowing the Rams aren't as good. But yet, you know, then they were close with the Chiefs and the Chiefs blew them out of the water. If they're such a hard team. I mean, you if, if the Niners and Seahawks didn't play, I'd probably rank the Seahawks higher. I mean, then I think the Niners could be. So I have them sixth. I think they could be anywhere from six to 12. Uh, just right now I have them at six and that might be the one team that because they beat the Cowboys in the playoffs and I'm worried about them, I may foresee more that's going to happen. I'm going against my rule a little bit, this but it might be, that's probably be, a good spot. Yeah. This is going to against the chargers is going to be a big, that's going to be the test, right? I think the other thing with the 49ers that I don't think isn't really being talked about a whole lot yet is we still haven't seen McCaffrey with Debo Samuel yet to play yeah. together. Yeah. That, that's they the, can figure out a way to make a three headed, two headed monster out of those two. It could be, that could be scary. Could be tough. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think Axel before you get, I don't think the Chargers is a test for the Niners. You really do. I mean, the Chargers are, they're a mediocre team with all their injuries and stuff. Do you really call it a test? I think it is because I think that they should beat them. 
So I think oh, okay. that if, if, so there's a lot of tests going on this. No, but I no, but I think that if you go into a game, you're, they're coming off the bye, right? They beat the Rams. Mm-hmm. Everything's clicking, and if everything clicks and they beat them by 14 points, then I think we say, hey, they're looking really good. But the Chargers have also had some good games this year. Um, Bobby A. Bear can get it together sometimes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bobby A. Bear. Um, well, you know what? To go off your point, Axel, I'm going to go a little further. Where then I'll agree with you. The Niners have been in can still win one week and lose the next week. I think they need to put some wins yeah, together. That's and then so saying. so it starts. The test starts this week. How's that sound? Is exact that a little more spun? Yes, I like right, that. Okay. Yeah. Well, and I think yeah. on your rankings here, I think the top five teams, those are the only the team, those teams have been the most consistent out of everybody. And n- none of them besides the Eagles have been very con- like ultra consistent. That's what separates right. the top five right now is they they haven't had the none of those teams. While well, the Vikings had one bad game like that to the Eagles. But yeah, Chargers are five and three solo. Yeah, it's no, I, I, I know. I know. But I, sometimes it's like the Giants are six and two. True. I mean, True you know, I, do like I, that I am you had the Jets 10 and the Giants 11. And I appreciate that um, <laughs> because, but I don't know. The Bengals are, kind I think of the Jets have had better wins than the Giants. Yeah. The Jets true. have had more marquee wins. Yeah. I like your rank. I like your power rankings. Um, yeah. I just really, honestly, if there's one thing is I would flip the Panthers and the Jags at 27 and 28. Okay, Solo, and I'm going to fight you about that. No, (laughs) they suck. Um, But it's sad to see the Raiders at 29. They are bad. They are not a good team. I'm not, I don't think they're going to get it together this year. I think that they should like dump car and, I I heard on several podcasts that they were like, they should, they should trade uh, what's his name back to the Packers. (laughs) Devante. Yeah. They should just trade him back to the Packers, Uh, but it's Uh, too late to do that. But uh, well, enormous cap hit. Yeah. They wouldn't. I don't know, man. The Raiders are bad. Um, Yeah. The rest of these teams not, not doing good, but Hey, I wanted to bring something up. Um, you have the Browns at 20 and we are entering week 10 and I believe week 11 is when Deshaun can play. Am I right about that? No, I think it's December 4th. I think it's the 13th. I thought it was week 13. Yeah, week 13. Maybe. Oh, okay. okay. I'm sorry about yeah. that. I, th- I thought Andy would know since he's on his fantasy football team. That's why I was thinking week 13 <laughs> okay. and I need a quarterback. So. That's why I'm holding out hope, I, even though I hate think, that I have. I think I've been hearing Brett is that because his debut would be against the Texans, Browns Texans game, yes, wherever that. I think that's right. Yeah, that is true. I think it's an 11 game suspension, but with okay. Dubai, it's week 13. It's the first week that he can play. Okay, right. Then that's right. not going to have any effect because I was thinking at week. I mean, it might like if the Browns could win one more game. No, as soon as Deshaun Watson takes a snap, I'm dropping them to 32. Despite yeah. Deshaun Watson, <laughs> though, let's be honest, the guy can fucking play football. We think if he still can. That's I mean, I mean, because he didn't look good in the preseason, but it's the preseason. Yeah. Is this stuff going to heavily? We talk about Tom Brady, and everyone wants Aaron to talk Rogers, about Giselle yeah. and right. blah blah blah. You're right. Dude. Is mm-hmm. how can this not affect Deshaun Watson? And he's going to be getting booed, and you know, it may take him a while. Uh, you know, because look at Michael Vick. Remember after prison and all that, 
and uh, teammates back. too. There might be people Teammate, on the team I, who are like, I don't want to be playing with this guy. Yep. Uh, so there's a lot the, of factors there. I think the Browns could still hold it together though, because what, look what they did on uh, the last game they played. Their running game is Chubb's pretty yep. goddamn good. That's so he could yeah. Yeah, talk uh, about inconsistency with the Bengals. One week they freaking like last week they they destroy yeah. the Panthers. I know it's the Panthers, but on Monday night you lose to the Browns. Like it's just like that's this league. It's this league. It's yeah. the way it is. And the consistent, not uh, less injured teams are going to go far. That game was something else. Joe Mixon, 153 yards on 22 carries and four touchdowns. Joe Mixon, baby. And he fifth. He caught one, and too. Ca- catching oh, shit. I have true. him on our fantasy team, boys. Four mm-hmm. receptions I actually have him in three leagues. Yards. Yeah, that's right. He had five touchdowns. About time. T. Higgins, <laughs> seven receptions. Yeah, Joe Burrow, man. I really like Joe. He he's Joe Burrow's the real deal. I wish he was the Cowboys quarterback. Yeah. I would be like in a heaven. Yeah. Wouldn't that be something? I do love my Dak. I do love my Dak, but I you know. But until he wins, you know, gets us to an NFC championship, I'm you know. Anyway, that's that's for another day. Another day? Oh uh, pl- uh, plenty of I'll have plenty of time to talk about the Cowboys screwing my season up this season. So I'll just say that. Um, <laughs> what do you think, Solo? You have the Dolphins at eight. Last I week, do. Last week, I had talked. I think that you had kind of been a little bit down, more down on the Dolphinos. They did only win this game by three points against the Bears. That was quite a game. It was a good game. That was a really yeah. good game. No, the Dolphinos, I think it was more... Um, was I down on the Dolphins? I mean, I picked the Bears with the points, but I don't know if, how down I was on the Dolphins. Okay. Was I really down? I'm, I'm well, I don't know, just, but let's I'm say I was. what you think now. Okay, that sounds good, Axel. Um I don't know why I, I got week five right now on the Eagles Cowboys. I'm just wanting to see how the, how bad Cooper <laughs> cup was. And I think I just got distracted. Um, Cause I hadn't rewatched this game. And I think I might as well do it during the pod. Cause I want to get through that first half and, and see beautiful Bradley Cooper cheering and Mike Trout and my two of my favorite guys. And they root their proof. Of the, anyway, no, I, I think I, I am actually think the dolphins are on the cusp there. I mean, I ranked them eight, well, I ranked them eighth, and a month ago I had them twentieth. So yes, I was down on the Dolphins for a while, but I've recently uh, have come up, and I th- I do think I think their defense has some holes, but I like the moves they made, getting Bradley Chubb and Wilson, like we talked about. Uh, I I I believe in Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. Um, I don't think Tua can bring them to the Super Bowl, but who knows? You know, I, I, I think Chicago is just improving and improving. Uh, and so I just thought I, I thought maybe Chicago would keep it close, which which happens. But no, I think the Dolphins, the Dolphins are right up there, man. They're I got them in the top 10. So uh, from 20. So I'm definitely more on the Dolphins bandwagon than I uh, I was early in the year. It was just when. Tua got hurt and everything and that whole thing. That's why I was a little down on the Dolphins. But now that he's back healthy, um, you know, 
Uh, yeah, no, I think the Dolphins are legit. Yeah, Brett, what do you think? What do you any comments on Solo's uh, power rankings? The Dolphins, the Niners, anything we've been chatting about? I like to hear Brett's voice. Brett's voice. Basically, every every single one of these teams is so up and down, it's impossible. to. I'm impressed that Heath was able to even come up with the power rankings because <laughs> you look at any, look at any single team, like the Browns, do they suck or are they de- oh, me- you know, mediocre? Uh, who else? I mean, it, the Bengals maybe should be a little higher in my opinion, but they just got destroyed by the Browns. Um, the Bears are, they, they've looked pretty good for a few weeks. They're 21. Uh, it's like every single team is, is so up or down. Like the night, like the Falcons have beaten your number six and number seven team and the Niners and the Seahawks. How does that happen? I don't know. But <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, that's a good point, Brett, because uh, like I said, the Falcons have been one of the hardest teams to rank. And, you know, you know, the Falcons, I think the Falcons could be, they could be in the 13, 14 range. I think they could be around the charge. You know, I'd probably, the highest I would probably have them is 16. I mean, I, I think Pats, Bucks, Rams, Falcons could all be – they're all in like a group of inconsistency. But you're right. Falcons have two pretty good wins. I forgot that they beat the Niners. Um, so – because I had them 14th when I first did the ranking. So, um, you know, if they if, if they take care of business Thursday and go on a winning streak, you'll see the Falcons moving up. That's what I want to hear, Heath. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, like, I got to keep Brett happy. I almost think the Bears are better than the Packers, but then who knows? But still, it's weird. It's just the record there because yeah. I think the Bears are better than the Packers. I, I agree. But just because the, the Bears can't win those games yet, it's yeah. tough to get them. I would, I, you know, they're must see TV for me right now. I talk about Ando. We changed our tune with Fields. Like yeah. I, I, I enjoy watching the Bears. I don't know. I'm, I'm enjoying this throwback uh, running, and I don't know. Dude, it's he had like, 178 yards on 15 carries. Justin NFL Fields. record and, and for a quarterback. The, the over was 50. I bet on it. He had that, and like <laughs> I loved it. it. Was my favorite yeah, bet of the week. That was a cra- That was a fun game, man. Even just like we were talking about. The Dolphins, when I look at your power rankings, I see, especially the Niners and the Dolphins, that these trades, people are already working for the team. Like Jeff Wilson, 51 yards, and those were some some good yards he had, too. I think that uh, it was smart for some of these teams in a weird year like this. Like, you wonder why there were so many trades, and a lot of people are like, it's young GMs. And maybe it is, but maybe it's also that... A lot of people realize that even these dominant teams like the Bills or the Chiefs can go to overtime or lose to a team that's low in Solo's rankings. <laughs> I think too, lower, you know? When you're talking about the trades, too, I think, and the Bears are a perfect example. And I think there's other teams, including the Jets, that could be this way. Because if you think about Joe Burrow and the Bengals last year, these teams with these rookie and young quarterbacks, first year, second year quarterbacks, that like Fields has taken a ma- massive leap in the last couple of weeks. 
Like I've been saying with Zach Wilson, there's still a good chance that could happen. So I think the Bears on here are the team that out of the bottom half that could easily, I mean, make the biggest jump by the end of the season. They might not, but sometimes those young players developing the middle of the season is even better than a trade. Yeah, I would have to agree with you. Looking at the bottom. Now, how many teams make the playoffs now? Was it 14 or something? How many fucking teams? I think it's seven and seven, I think. Yeah, 14. So right now. You would have it cut like Chargers, Titans, Bengals, Giants, Jets are like the five last teams in the league making the playoffs. And that would mean that you have the Bucks not making the playoffs, the Rams, like just as far as the rankings. Well, go, no, you know? don't forget. Don't forget. We all. Yeah. Yeah. I I say, don't forget mean, divisions. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But I just yeah, mean yeah, like yeah. It, as far as if that's what decided, like what are the best teams, you know? And it's not even going to be that. So it's just, it's an interesting list solo. All right, let's move it along, people. Let's do it. We're going to get to Ando in the hammock and see, we talked about a bunch of games in that too. That was a good way to do it too. See, it just happened. Um, let's talk, let's move over to the hammock. Ando, we can, is, can we slide on there with you or like, is it, is it, we going to fall over or? Well, there's room for at least three of us because okay. the king is all by himself sitting in the yeah. he's got the whole couch to himself and that's Brett because he went 11 Brett and 2 last week. I'm going to have to yeah. feed him grapes. What? Yep. Wait, what what was my record? 11 and 2. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> this is Saturday night. Thank you. Thank you. All right, I got to get back to the podcast, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I think that's the first time in all of podcast history, Solo, has anyone else ever played their own cheering section for themselves? You know what? I, it's the first for me. Brought their uh, own sound effects. That was amazing, Brett. That's an amazing record, too, bro. And the, uh, the, the three of us that are huddled together, tangled up in the hammock together, all finished six and seven. And oh, it was, not as bad. I thought yeah, I only it, had like two wins. Well, we had after the front because the the schedule was so front loaded last week with all those games at noon, and at after the after the early games, I think Brad at that point had one wrong. Maybe did you have? Oh, you, maybe you already had two wrong. He was at undefeated, that point. Huh? Oh no, no, because the, the well everybody missed the Vikings because they kneeled down <laughs> and ran no. out the clock to kick a field goal <clears throat> instead of it. And then everybody missed the Thursday night game. Oh yeah, the Thursday night. Yep. First game. So those are my two. God, I suck at those. But yeah. like after the first, after those afternoons, first afternoon games on Sunday, I only had two wins, and you guys, Axel, you and Heath, only had three wins. So uh, luckily, I won the next four games. So I, 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 I was in serious trouble there for a while. So actually, rebounding to six and seven, we at least made it halfway—not respectable, but close to respectable. But. Brett was actually able to jump out of last place. I have fell into last place now with 44 wins. Brett has 46. Axel, 47. Heath, 48. So it's tightening up. Wow. Yeah, that's the week I need. And I'm looking at this. And this doesn't include week one, right? Uh, It doesn't include week one or week two. I I think we did. We start in week three with all of us. Oh, you're probably right. I think it was week four that we started. Maybe it was four. Okay. Yeah. Was um, it week four? Oh, okay. But wait, Brett, you did pick all every winner. Oh, no, no, because you picked. Okay, let me just see. Uh, no, the only two misses I got. Bengals, yeah. Are. No, no. 
uh, the week nine chart. So the only misses I got were the Eagles minus 14. They won by 12. And the Vikings minus three and a half. They won by three. But I got the, I got the other 11. Yeah, you got the because the Bears didn't or the Dolphins didn't cover. So you got that one. The Raiders, you got you were the only one to pick the Raiders game, right? Yeah, you had a good. Uh, you only one. I'm not the only one, but you also picked the Bengals. And you just had a good week, Brett. <laughs> wow, I did. Have Brett go in. Did Brett go in and change? I got the Jets too. Though. I got the Jets plus. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was just trying to say. I mean, I thought that. Did you? Because I'm trying to think of. Because sometimes we're picking on the spread, but then also we say I think the person's going to win. You know, so I was trying to see if you if if the ones that you but. Like you picked the Bears and the spread, but I the Dolphins. But I think you thought the Dolphins were going to win the game. Yeah, because like in my pool, yeah, that's in I mean. my in my pool we just picked the winners. I went nine and three, mm-hmm. but because of the spread, six it's so hard to pick right. against the spread. Exactly. You know. Yep. Wow, that's great though, Brett. Whew, what and the other good news good is job, that buddy. now all four of us are at five. I'm still at 500 technically, so nobody's underwater anymore. So that's a good thing, too. Cool. Well, that's good. All right. Let's get to these week's games, baby. All right. The best part of the pod, aside from okay. talking Canadian football. <laughs> okay, we're going to change it up a little bit, but we'll start up. We'll start off going in order, and then we're going to change it so the same person doesn't have to pick first every week just so everybody else knows that but we are going to start off with brett and you get to talk about the great great game of the three five and one indianapolis colts at the two and six raiders where the raiders are favored by six points well i gotta say there are several several games this week just looking at it that uh i'm struggling with here um I'm going to lean on the Rehoboam recliner, the double R. Double R? Um, oh, you already said it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it in my head even while you were right. <laughs> but this one, this one was really a coin flip for me, the minus six. Uh, mm, so I might, I might have to go with an anti-solo roll on this one and uh, take the points. So I think I'm going to go with Jeff Saturday's Indianapolis Colts plus six. <laughs> Jeff Saturday. Uh, Heath, you're up. Hey. So Jeff's, you know, what is it? What is the Beatles song? Forget Don't let me down. Don't let me down. I, you know, I, I, it, it's hard for me not to pick the Raiders because the Colts are bad. The Raiders, they're bad, but they have talent. Um, I just can't see the Colts. The Colts just got shut out by the Patriots, who are kind of overrated. Sorry, Dad. My dad's a big Patriot fan. And, oh, he loves the pitcher, Ando. He loved the Monday night. Uh, he saw that on Facebook, <laughs> our podcast. He loved it. He loved it. Oh, awesome. Uh, That's great. <laughs> yeah. He was like, oh, I saw that. I was talking to him yesterday. Uh, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go against Brett. I'm going to take the Raiders minus six. I know I'm going to be cursing myself when Jonathan Taylor come, comes limping in and rushes for 300 yards, but I, I got to believe the Raiders are going to beat up the Colts at home. Hmm. All right. 
Well, yes. As Solo said, the Colts got demolished by the Patriots, but do they get that coach's fired bump? Um, we saw that. Wasn't there a delayed one week with that, with the uh, Panthers, or did they come back? And, it was and, delayed one week because they, yeah. they lost to the Rams, but then the second week they beat yes. down the, the Buccaneers. That was so, when they that was the first game after they traded McCaffrey, I think, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And the Raiders, though, I don't think that they're a good team. Um they, ah, they this was not a good game against the Jags. Uh they only lost twenty to twenty seven, but they were scoreless they, in the second half. They're up seventeen to nothing and lost. Yeah, not a good showing. Um, Cooper Rush just threw another pick. Son of a bitch! <laughs> you could only rewind time. Um, I am going to go here against the grain, and I'm going to go with Brett. I'm picking the Colts in this one. Um, I just don't, yeah. and I don't think that the Raiders are going to win by six so i think and i actually i think the colts might win this game there's a lot of points for a bad team even though they're both bad teams yeah raiders can score colts cannot score but hey what do i know at least it's not a thursday night game i think i've picked the the raiders to have a get right game like five different times this season (laughs) (laughs) and they keep burning me every time i mean they They've they led seventeen to nothing against Jacksonville and lost. They led seventeen to nothing against the Chiefs and lost. They led twenty to nothing against the Cardinals and lost. I mean, wow. that takes some serious I don't know if skill is the right word, but at the same time, the Colts managed hundred and twenty one yards of total offense last week. And in order to win, you still have to score. So against my better judgment, I am taking the Raiders as well. Good pick. Yeah, no, good pick. Do we know what kind of home field advantage is Las Vegas? I know it's a pretty new team for them. Um, I, I don't know. Raiders what the black hole, travel? baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I think they're still getting a lot of fans from California coming yeah. in, I think. Okay. I do. That's what I hear. Um, my um, the people. There won't be any Colts street. fans at this game unless they happen to be like be in Vegas be like, oh, shoot, the Colts are playing? Oh, my God. Let's go. Okay. Mercy, Next Saturday. up, this round, Heath is going first. And it's another uh, matchup of the Titans here, the, but not the, not the actual Titans. <laughs> the New Orleans Saints at three and six against the Pittsburgh Steelers at two and six. Saints by one and a half. All right, Kenny Pickett versus Andy Dalton, Axel's red hammock rifle. Yeah, baby. Uh, <laughs> Tyler Watt. Tyler Watt. What's his name? JJ Watt's brother. TJ. 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 Maybe it's Tyler. Oh, there you go. TJ Watts back. Then you look at New Orleans, you know, Olave, Kamara, they stunk against the Ravens. Give me the Steelers plus the points, baby. I think they went out right. The Stallers. Stallers. Mm. All right. Um, Yeah, man. Gosh, the Saints just looked hapless against the Ravens. Um. They sometimes can get a spark from Kamara, but uh, I don't know. This is a tough one. 
because the Steelers, what what did they do last? Stink. Week? Yeah, they're just <laughs> they were on a bye, right? They were on a bye. Yeah, they were on a bye. And the week before, they, they got, got destroyed by, by the Phillies. Yeah, they're not a good team. Uh, does it mean anything coming off a bye? Do we think that this means something? I think it means that if you're good, you win the game, and if you're not, you don't. <laughs> I'm gonna. You know what? Axel, some expert though, analysis there, Axel. Axel, for the Saints, though, this is a big test for them to win on the road. It's a big test. <laughs> it's it's it's, it's, it's like a, a SAT. It's a BT. Um, <laughs> Wait, did I pick the Saints already? I'm picking the Saints. I'm taking the Saints in this game. I think Go they're going to get the a Go well, in. I am uh, ran across some stats, and much like the Colts and their putrid offense, the Steelers, the longest touchdown of the year they have is an eight-yard touchdown. They have not scored outside <laughs> the red zone all year. They also have given up the longest play from scrimmage, the 98-yard touchdown to Buffalo. So their defense is not exactly a whole lot better. The Saints have still got some skilled players. I'm taking the Saints. Well, the Saints are only a game out in the NFC South. (laughs) (laughs) This is – you'd only get this knowledge with Brett on the pod. (laughs) We would not have mentioned that. There's something to play for. But Pittsburgh – as you know, one of the best coaches in the league, Mike Tomlin, coming off a bye. I like the extra week of preparation. They uh, they're at home. It's I think it's basically a pick 'em in my mind. So because Pittsburgh, well, we lost Brett there. Oh, we cut out. We lost Mike Brett. Tomlin. Hung up on him. He, oh, <laughs> I think we lost him. Maybe he's calling back in. Let's oh, let me check just in case. Let's guess who he was going to take solo. Who's he going to take? He was going all Steelers. Dang. Could he do the fake out? All right, I'm back. He's back. <laughs> where, where did I leave off? Who you left off with Mike Tomlin preparing for a week and a half. Okay. So um, this is basically a pick em for me, I think. And because Pittsburgh is at home and they're getting a point and a half, I'm going to go Pittsburgh plus one and a half. Mm. Ready. All right. Okay. Another marquee matchup here for Axel to go first. Nice. <laughs> the uh, three and six Arizona Cardinals at the three and five Los An- or three and five Rams. Okay, they Rams are the Los by Angeles one and a half. Yeah. yeah, Los Angeles. Yep, I, 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 all those moving around teams, I always get them wrong. So oh, I, I just know. stop myself before I even say the city at this point. So you like the Anchorage Rams? Rams? Yeah, um, the Anchorage <laughs> Rams. <laughs> Matt's Alaska Daily. Good show. Hillary Swank. Good I show. like it. Newspaper. Tom McCarthy. Director created it. Um, is that a serialized show or is that like episodic? It is. I would say light. I would say it is mid range. Okay. Like, like halfway serialized. There's a main story they're following <clears throat> and they check in with that. That's usually the a story. But there's always another B story of some article they're doing or the community or something, you know? Cool. Okay. Um, Solar, did you have a question about Alaska Daily or shall I make my pick? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. No, I I was about to cut off Axel and say exactly what he was going to say. And I'm glad I I restrained 
and let Axel talk for once. So you're the best, buddy. Uh, listen, Matt Stafford in the concussion protocol days after the game. I read that the doctors asked him questions and he did not give them good answers. I shouldn't be laughing, but it's like days oh, later and they're like, Hey Matt, that was a great game. And he's like, when, <laughs> where am I? Yeah. That was just this afternoon. I think that's pretty scary. Oh, I saw that's the that. anchorage. Talking. Yeah, I saw that's true. It gets cold. I, his wife was like being angry on Twitter and rightfully so. So that's kind of scary, you know, and I would guess he's not playing this week, Um, which leaves who's their backup gentlemen. Oh God. Was it Sean Mannion? John, no. Wolf, John Wolford. Okay. And they looked pretty. Was he a, an, an attorney for like an LA law? <laughs> for the lawyer? Yep. Yeah. The, um, the lawyer. Yep. Uh, that's like, you know, the Jets have a player called uh, whose last name is Jacoby Myers. And you're not oh, famous, yeah. Jacoby and Myers. Oh, yeah. Um, so uh, the Injury Rams, attorney. they're bad. This game that they played against the Bucks, where Tom Brady came back and like geriatrically, however you pronounce that, <laughs> threw for a touchdown. And it was like happening in slow motion before your eyes. <laughs> Yes. That game yeah. was rough, man. That was a rough fucking game. And that was not and remember there was only two games in the afternoon. Oh, freaking <sighs> awful. Yeah, that was not good. Um I think Good job by you networks and NFL. Yeah, good was, job. What is it? Hey Andy, you have these games uh, a little mixed. Where yes, I try you? to I I let the cream of the crop go to the bottom and the garbage okay. get out of the way first. What are our, but does anyone have it in front of them? What our early and late games are? Do we have good ones this week? Uh, the, well, the marquee late Let's game see. is the Packers and the Cowboys. Okay. That's good. And the, and the blue bombers and BC lions on and the, the bills and the Vikings are the noon game. I know. Okay. Yeah. Our, we have so, Cardinals. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what we're talking about here. Um, I am going to go with the Cardinals in this game. Long story short. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I, I ran across a lot of stats on the cards this week because this game was giving me nightmares because I hate this game. Not only is uh, Stafford unlikely to play, Kyler Murray is also day-to-day with a hamstring injury that he tweaked at the end of last game. Uh, the cards have been behind on 80% of their offensive snaps this season, playing from behind the entire time. Um, Sean McVay is 10 and one against the cards in his career. Um, I watched before we recorded tonight, I watched right before my nap, I watched, uh, the hard knocks, Arizona Cardinals thing that just came on HBO. Yeah. And that is, that is dysfunction central. I mean, I want to watch it now. It's, oh, and I, I really didn't have an opinion on Cliff Kingsbury before this, but I'll just put it this way. He did not, I did not become a fan of him after watching. It's not like watching the lions. I just, I am really not high on the, I'm with Heath now and off the Cardinals bandwagon completely. I think the Rams somehow are going to pull this off. I don't, I don't, I I do not want to watch one play of this game, but I'm going with the Rams. Okay. Brett. What did the Rams, what did the cards do last week? Who did, who did, who did Arizona play? Uh, the Cardinals, Seattle. 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 They lost thirty-one to twenty-one. 
Kyler Murray was 25 for 35 with 175 yards, two touchdowns, as well as 60 yards rushing. How did decent? Oh, and nice. there was a really bad, uh, really bad non-call in that game too. That kind of helped decide the game yeah. late. Yeah. Whereas uh, where uh, uh, Tyler Lockett pushed off on Buda Baker in the end zone. And even after the game, like on Twitter, Buda Baker said something about how, how is this not offensive pass interference? And, Lockett even responded to him and said something to the effect of, yep, yeah, it definitely was. So I'm oh, man. <laughs> one of those kind of, I mean, that, that happens in all the games, but it was yeah. close yeah. until the fourth quarter. I watched this game. Mm-hmm. So the cards kept it close. And then the week before they, they kept it close against Minnesota, as I recall. And then the mm-hmm. week before that, they beat up on new Orleans, I think. So they, they played decently the past few weeks. I think the Rams, like and the Buccaneers are just two bad teams that played each other. Uh, I don't think either one of those teams are very good, so I don't know. I, I'm leaning Arizona in this one, and I'm getting what a point and a half. Yep, one and a half. Out, I don't think. Yeah, I don't. And I always bring this up, but I don't think the Rams have any kind of home field advantage in LA, so I'm not worried about that. Just give me Arizona plus one and a half. I hate this game. I will not watch one second of it. <laughs> I'm glad we're in alignment there, Heath. Yeah, it, it's just it's like it's like garbage. Yeah, rolled over into garbage. Um, <laughs> it's just really bad. I yeah, I've been out on the Cardinals for a long time. I am officially out on the Rams. <laughs> I, 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 concussions. It, it, I hope to God. Honestly, we get both backup quarterbacks, so no <laughs> one will watch. That'd be awesome. Uh, I, I'm going the Cardinals just because I think they could score more than the Rams. All right. Is any is does everyone like the fact that the Rams suck this year? Or is it just me? Oh, I love it. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> not. I don't, I don't really care either way about the Rams. So. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of that team, and I wasn't. A, I, I was not happy when they won either. The big game. I will say uh, another quick thing about this game this is the second time these teams have played each other this year. The first game in Arizona, the Rams won twenty-one to nine. I think, if my memory serves. So, this is a get back revenge game for Arizona. Get back revenge game. I like revenge. GB. Get back to where you once belong. Nice. And the initials too, Brad. I like it. Okay. (laughs) I am going to go first this round, and the games are starting to get better at this point, at least. (laughs) Not really. (laughs) This one isn't great, but it's a little bit better. (laughs) Three and five. I don't know about that. (laughs) Russell Wilson's back. Three and five Broncos at the five and three. Titans. Ugh. Titans are favored by two and a half. I say this will probably be another game I don't watch any more of unless they force feed the Broncos on national TV again. And I think I'm going to go with the Titans just because it's two and a half. They're at home. They've still got Derrick Henry. I mean, they, they showed something on that game against the Chiefs even though they, they don't have any wide receivers. They didn't complete a pass to the wide receivers in the last game at period. Uh, a crazy stat I saw about that game. Patrick Mahomes had five times as many incompletions in that game as Malik Willis had completions. 
<laughs> Let that sink in for a second. Out of the ball. How, how many did he have like 64 oh. or something? Yeah, 68, 43 for 68. He had 25 incompletions, and Malik Willis had five completions, five for 16. The Titans as a team are only 134 yard receiving yards ahead of Tyreek Hill. All that being said, I'm taking the Titans. Just I don't like the Broncos. I just don't ugh, I just don't like them. I like the Titans at home. I like I like Derrick Henry and I like what their coach can do. I mean, he's he knows what he's doing. He's he showed it against Chiefs, so I'm taking the Titans. Grable. Yeah. 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 I've already talked next. too long about that game. So you're next, Brett. Well, the Titans looked pretty good for for most of that game. I I mean they, they should have won that game against Kansas City on the road. Um Derrick Henry's a beast. Titans do are we lose home. Brett again? Or do we lose me? No. I can hear I can, I can hear, both, hear of you. both of you. Yeah, me too. Um you can hear me, right? Yep. So I'm also going to go with the Titans minus two and a half. Okay. All right. The Titans bandwagon is coming through. Solo, are you there? Yeah, no, I, I was always here. I thought, I guess not. Yeah, no, I, I haven't lost anybody since that first time yeah. we lost Brett. Oh, I, I couldn't hear Brett this, this time. That's why I was going, hello, hello. Oh, okay. So <laughs> who knows? Well, we can hear okay. you now, Solo. What's your pick, baby? Broncos, Titans. Oh, freaking another freaking barn burner. I, you know what I say? I say you put all the games early, and this is the game for the late one. Just just this game. I love it. Okay. You're schedule, you're hired. So, okay. <laughs> well, I got to ask a question. So we had a text chain, I guess, during this game. And I think Brett and Ando were praising Malik Willis. I think, Brett, you said, I wish they would have picked him instead of Desmond. Are you guys being facetious? That was after that was like after like two of his five throws, and he looked like he had was doing some good things. After that, it oh, went real okay. fast. Yeah, I was I, like, am I, I, got, am I, I overreacted. around the couch guys? Yep, okay. I did yeah. too. I was like, I was like, am I around the couch guys uh, <laughs> taking mushrooms? And they think they're watching Steve McNair hanging out with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Okay. Malik Willis isn't ready to be an NFL quarterback. He should just go to the XFL next year or the USFL and just chill there, do some work and then come back. No, I, I, but you know what? He, he kept, you know, he did what was asked to him. It's tough to throw in a kid from Liberty. Is that where he, yes. he played? Yep. He transferred there. I mean, he, he's freaking at Liberty and now he's playing Sunday night in Arrowhead. <laughs> like, you know, granted his second game, but like, okay, you know, give him a break. I hope the kid succeeds. Um, Rabel. I, you got to go with the Titans here, but I got a weird feeling that Denver is going to squeak this out. I'm taking Denver in the points. Denver coming off the bye. They had defeated the Jaguars in a rousing fashion, <coughs> 27 to 20 or 21 to 17, I should say, the day before Halloweener. That was quite a long time ago. That was in London too. Yeah, they've had a they've had a long time off. Russell Wilson, but Vrabel. How, that's what I'm saying. How did the Titans even win that game? Because you're right, Willis is terrible. I well, mean, they didn't. A, but what's that? They well, beat they the Texans oh, no, they the week they, before. I know, but I mean, get to. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, overtime. Gotcha. Um, yep. Play well in that game. Even get to that. I, but 
Yeah, well, their defense know. played awesome. Yes. Yeah. Great defense. Broncos. Russell Wilson. I don't know. I'm. Could this be a bounce back game for the Titans? Oh. Um, PBG. PBG. This is a real tough one for me because I also feel like maybe you know maybe Russell Wilson. He was. I remember that game. He was running a bit. Right. He he looked a little like he was kind of finding himself again but i'm gonna go with the titans here <laughs> i'm on revis island yeah with the titans i'm screwed this week i, I can't <laughs> pick games anymore <laughs> all right now we finally got a game that's at least halfway watchable <laughs> brett sunday night football it's the five and three chargers Ooh. they somehow have five wins at the San Francisco 49ers, and the Niners are favored by seven. I like Oof. this game. I like this game. Ooh, seven points. Brett doesn't usually lay points this big. AI. Brett, are you there? <laughs> we lost Brett. No. no. Brett, Brett went said, I'm going to sleep. Screw back. these guys. Oh, he's back. Um, I, hear, I heard him. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's back. Oh, I'm back. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about the connection, guys. That's okay. Oh, did you hear good. everything I said? Yes. Okay. I, yeah, I can hear. You. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, that. did you hear? The Vikings won the Super Bowl. We, you, you've been, <laughs> oh, you were abducted by aliens. You like? Oh that? my gosh. We're 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 recapping the Pro Bowl right now. <laughs> All right, make your pick while we got you, Brett. <laughs> Give me the 49ers minus seven. Ooh. Okay. Dang. Mr. Solo. Who's next? All right. I'm high on the Niners, low on the Chargers. I, I just, the Chargers don't have, you know, Keenan Allen has been hurt. Eckler, nine, give me the Niners minus seven. I just, I just, I, 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 I have no faith in the Chargers. I know they're five and three, but that's, a, that's you know, was a smokescreen window dressing. You know, Smoking wearing a tutu. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, give me the Niners. Solo takes the Niners. Um, you know, the Chargers did defeat Brett's Falcons, as he talked about, but that was kind of a weird game. Um, I still think that Herbert is hurt. I think that rib uh, injury agreed. he had earlier in mm -hmm. the year is still bothering him and he's just not a guy can play better than this. Uh, but I don't know that the team is better. And I think the Niners, man, they're looking good. And I'm actually more, I, now that they have McCaffrey, I want to watch this game. Cause I thought I liked, I was waiting for Debo, but Jimmy G just turns me off though. I don't know why the way he plays just kind of bores me, but uh, I'm going to look forward to watching this game. Did you make a pick? Yeah, 49ers. And <laughs> okay, I, I wasn't sure if you actually said that or not. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah I flipped it right at the end. So, yeah, yeah that's that's true. I do. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I think Herbert is still banged up. Keenan Allen isn't going to play again. Mike Williams is probably not going to play again. I mean, that's hard. To, just Eckler yeah, left. Yeah, they're and it, there's rumors that Debo will play this weekend. 
I, th- I think the Niners win this one pretty easy as well. Oh, yeah. There was a stat I heard that 11 players are coming back for the Niners off injury. Oof, great. Niners. Ugh. Okay, next, next up, up, Heath. Whoa. The 2-6 and six Lions at the 3-6 and six Bears. Bears minus three. Give me the Bears. Chauncey Fields, baby. He's going to do wreck havoc over these Lions. They're going to win it this week. All right. Chauncey Delicious. Um, I agree with Solo. And I'm going to be interested to see how uh, Mr. Fields does again. We were talking about it. The Lions are just plain bad. Um, I mean, of course, these teams have history. Uh, being a part of the lions and tigers and bears. Oh my. <laughs> like I say every week. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm going to go with the bears, the bears, three points too. Yes. Doubles. The bears. Doubles. Yeah. I think fields is quickly turning into one of the most exciting players yeah. in the league. I think the bears are the most improved team that I've seen, even though they're only three <clears> and six, I think they can still do some damage. They won't make the playoffs this year, but they could beat some teams on the way. And the lions, I've seen them enough to know this year. They're not very well coached. They're just not very good. So and they beat the Packers. <laughs> yep. Not saying. Yeah. The... Oh, you love it. Oh, I do love yeah. it. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> you like oh, I there do it is. Like that. I say the stupid <laughs> and bears, oh my. Axel does the you like that. <laughs> we all We're all here, baby. Oh, whose pick is it now? Brett has to give us his pick yet on this one. Yeah, Chicago's played pretty well for a few weeks, and uh, they're at home, so give me Chicago minus three. Nice. So, which oh, means we all picked them, so Detroit's win. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Detroit will pull it out, and yeah. Fields will look like uh, shit again. That's the first yeah. one we all agree on. Oh, no, we all agreed on the 49ers, so the last yep. two, we were kind of going. So, uh-huh. now we're at one. I think we're all going to take the Giants here. The Texans are terrible. What the Giants had a bye last week, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Giants run by the week before. Well, it depends what the line is. What's... Well, Axel, you're up first, and it's yeah, the Texans at one and six against the six and two Giants. Giants by four and a half. Oh, I'm sorry, I jumped your whole thing. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, he was ready to skip the next three no, games. I, just I think Axel excited. was to move on. I just, I was just kind of, I got excited with the um, the Giants game. Gets you that excited, huh? Yeah, wow. the transition inspired me. No, the Giants won the last game they played against the against the Jags. Let's see. Yeah, what, they had a bye though. Yeah, this past week they had a bye. They did. Uh, um, they lost. Oh, they to lost Seattle, to Seattle. Right? No, their yeah. last game. They oh, lost yeah. to Seattle. Yeah, yeah actually, you're Seattle. you're you're like yeah, you're in like week four. I'm scrolling solo. Sometimes <laughs> the scroll oh. gets off. Um, you know. Hey, in Rome, goes. we never went too far. In Rome, we always just read it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Giants here. Four and a half points. It should be larger than that. Yeah, I'm still not. I still think the Giants are still not as good as a six and two record indicates, but they're still a lot better than the one and six Texans. So Giants for me too. This is a strange line. I, I think yeah. they're going to win by double digits maybe two touchdowns so give me the giants minus four and a half yeah they're at home too i was looking yeah. at that and i was thinking that home, and, and coming I was off like, the bye. okay they should get yeah. three right so it's like hmm? well 
this is my welcome to East New York pick of the week. Giants minus four and a half. Nice, nice, good job. <laughs> okay, next we have the three and six Jacksonville Jaguars at the six and two Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are favored by nine and a half. And I think that uh, after a week of basically being bottled up and not scoring points, I think the Chiefs are going to have a statement game. I think they're going to win this game by more than nine and a half because the Jags are bad. Chiefs, cover. I'm not sure how bad the Jaguars are. I don't think they're great, but they, they seem to stay in games. Kansas City has struggled to cover the spread this year for whatever reason. Nine and a half. They are at home. This is like right on the nose for me, so I think I'm going to implement the anti-solo rule again. Give me the Jaguars <laughs> plus nine and a half. Yeah, Brett. AI. Who's next? And I need uh, prompts, you. though. I don't. Yep, yep, I can't sorry. figure Heath, out. You're, up. It's okay. you're always yeah, thank after you. Brett. Thank you. Well, oh, always? Yeah. Yep, unless you're first, you're after Brett. Oh, on the, then I'm round. first. Yep. I'm always after Brett. Okay, unless thank you first, for clearing that up. I'm solo. I'm glad you. I'm glad I f- we figured it out after week nine at the, the yeah. game. Nine. We're half. All we're right, only right. halfway through here, so we're still going. Okay. We're doing good. I'm <laughs> still good. Doing good. This for three hours solo. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know this Cowboys Eagles game is just frustrating me. They could have. Uh, anyway, okay. So I think everyone's going to be like, "Ooh, the Jags came back and beat the Raiders. Ooh, the Chiefs went into overtime on Sunday night against Malik Willis and different strokes." No, Chiefs cover. They win by double digits. I'm taking Patty Mahomes, baby. Um, I'm with Brett. I think the Chiefs uh, have had trouble covering. Uh, I know it's at home, but I think that um, ATN is uh, looking like he's uh, syncing up with this offense. 109 yards, two TDs. I mean, it was on 28 carries. Um, Trevor Lawrence. He didn't have any interceptions, and I don't think he fumbled. Wow! So that's good, right? Good for him. He's my, been he's been uh, Axel to have the slippery hands. My pick of the week. Trevor Lawrence will throw a pick this uh, week. You're probably right, but I'm taking the Jags to cover, but not to win. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Yeah. <laughs> was that the Kool Aid guy? That's oh, that yeah. was the king. We, oh, we have yeah. to just bow down to what he says. He's oh, yes. Oh, you need another great Brett. Here you go, buddy. True that. So <laughs> was up first this round, right? Well, Andrew's got a pick, nope. doesn't he? Or do you... Nope. I, I know I, I was the first one on that, I think, wasn't I? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, okay. I, I picked first. So that we're back to Brett. Okay. Okay. And then I'm after Brett. Yep. <laughs> okay. Brett, so Good. Good. Okay. Thank you. We've got. Thank you. I think this is going to be an exciting game. The three and five Browns at the six and three Dolphins. Dolphins by three and a half. Brett. Ooh, this is this is a tough one for me. Um, Miami's at home. Cleveland coming off a bye, and then coming off that beatdown of Cincinnati before that. Uh, three and a half might be a little too much for me. I think I'm going to go. Browns plus three and a half. Interesting. I call this the Don Rogers game. Why solo? Why do you call it the Don Rogers game? Well, in their 
mid-80s, 84, 85, there was a playoff game, Browns versus Dolphins. And uh, I think it was 85. I think Marino was hurt in, uh, oh, who was the longtime backup uh, in the mid-80s for the Dolphins? I can't remember. Anyway, there was this player, Don Rogers, for Cleveland who had a, a pick in the playoff game. And then, unfortunately, he died of – Cocaine use, kind of around the same time, Len Bias. Uh, I think it might have been the same, around the same time. Uh, it was pretty sad. It was like the same year. Pretty sad. But anyway, um, I, I don't know why 80s football pops up in my head at random times. Sorry. But, um, you know, the Browns play close games. I think, you know, it's like the Dolphins could just air it out, air it out. But I, I, because the, it's... Don Strzok. Thank you, Axel. Donnie Strzok. Um, I heard typing and I was hoping you were looking him up. Uh, awesome. Uh, my, uh, you're my hembo, my hembo on ESPN. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go with Brett. I'm going to take the Browns plus the three and a half. I don't want, I think Dolphins are a better team, but I just envision Amari Cooper backdoor cover touchdown. Yeah, Dolphins' um, offense is sinking, but their defense is not. They're allowing a lot of points, as they did last game. Um, But if it comes down to it, yeah, it's that half a point there. Uh, I want to pick the Browns, but I'm going to go against myself and my better judgment and say that the Dolphins' D is going to play better in this game. Um, and I'm going to go, I think that they're going to cover three and a half points. I'm going to go with the dolphins to win and to cover. Well, they would have to. (laughs) (laughs) So you're pulling a Bruce Springsteen cover me. This game is, this game is, this one is a, man, this game is a tough game. I don't, the Browns. God, I've been picking against the Browns on my Jacoby Brissett rule, and that blew up in my face <laughs> when they played on Monday night. So, oh, I know. But the Dolphins, man, their offense is just clicking on all cylinders. I think they're going to win at least by a touchdown. Yeah. I think the Dolphins will take this. I think they're and Good Chubb will have another week to get in, into that off into that defense. I like the Dolphins here, so I will take the Dolphins. Good pick. Cover me. I like Axel singing. Cover me. I love it. <laughs> That yeah, was a great, great Bruce Springsteen impression. An impression there. Axel. By the way, if you ever oh, want to listen to a great audio book, it's Bruce Springsteen reading his own autobiography. Fantastic! I've listened to it like twenty times. I'm not even a big Springsteen fan, but man, that book is amazing. What a life that guy! Oh, that's like. awesome. Mm-hmm. He said something to me, which one one little piece of parenting advice, which I have not followed, is that he said his entire career as an artist, he would go to bed regularly at like two, three, four in the morning. And then he'd wake up at like noon and he kept on doing this. But then he said one day his wife was explaining to him like all this stuff that happened in the morning. So then Mm -hmm. he started waking up in the morning so he could like experience his kids in the morning. And I wish I could follow that advice, but fuck it, man. I gotta (laughs) sleep. Um, That is good advice. I'm on fire. So, well, next up, Unless you got more uh, stories about the boss for us. <laughs> no, that's it. I love that. Guy. Okay. 
Well, Heath, you get to pick first and go all the way to Germany for Sunday morning football where the oh, Seahawks yeah. at six and three play the Tampa Bay Bucks at four and five. The Bucks are favored by three, but in Germany, does the line even matter? True. Well, the beer matters. Lines matter probably in Paris. Wait, was that a joke but, about the wall? Like the do lines matter, Ando? That was I like that in Germany. Oh, it wasn't, but it can be now. Yeah. <laughs> Tear down the wall. All in all, it's just uh, another brick in my balls. <laughs> all right. So, speaking of brick and balls, uh, first ever NFL game in Germany, Munich, Germany. I like it. We get a little early action. I, don't, I might get up for this game. I, ha- I do have a long day with two big games later, and I, so I don't know. But you know, I you know Saturday nights like Christmas night for me. Uh, I, I can't sleep, and I love to w- wake up and watch games. I think every I think this is a Tom Brady line because of the win over the Rams. And did you guys notice the relief when they pulled that out against the Rams? Even though Axel mentioned it was like a slow-mo comeback. It was. You were so Uh right with that. Oh, my God. But, like, people, like, hugging. You could see Brady. It was, like, a relief that they pulled it out. Like, Well, didn't it? It wasn't in the post-game show or or the post I think in the post-game interview, the first thing he said was that was fucking awesome, Brady. I mean, yeah. you could tell he actually cared. Yeah. looked like he cared again. Yeah. Well, he wasn't when you're losing and get and 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 sucking, you're not having fun. And, mm-hmm. and you know, and Brady, but you know, he doesn't have a broken jaw, but Gino, man, Gino impresses me. That Seahawks defense is better than I thought it would be. Uh DK and Lockett, Kenneth Walker, Kenneth Skywalker is Freaking! What's the frequency? Beast. <laughs> that was a Brett. Brett. Brett put a frequency <laughs> Kenneth in our text chain. I yes, that. he did. <laughs> yeah, sophomore year of college, baby. Um, I I gotta. I'm taking the points in the Hawks because I I don't. I think I think Sal on Simmons said, you know, Brady's going to go over there and get a German model, bring home with them. Uh, (laughs) It's pretty funny. Um, I'm going to go the Hawks just because the Hawks have been the better team. And I love Tommy. I love my TB12. um, But I I just, I I don't think that Rams win is anything that's going to catapult a victory here. Germany loves Seahawks. They're Um, actually, I think I heard on Lombardi, is it Lombardi where in Germany, like there's the second most favorite team is the Seahawks. I think the Patriots are number one. Really? Huh. Yeah. I like that. Um, I think uh, Solo said everything I would say. I agree. I think uh, I'm taking the Seahawks here. Yeah, I agree. I don't have anything more to add. I mean, I think this one's pretty straight up. I'm surprised the Bucks are favored by three. I figured this would be closer to a pick or the Seattle even being favored. So I'm taking Seattle. Agreed. Seattle's the better team, and they're getting points. Give me Seattle. Yeah, I think this is your typical we, Vegas. I want We want even bets on both teams. If you favored Seattle, I think people would go heavy Tampa Bay getting points. So mm, yeah. I think that's why the line's that way. A lot of people, you know, are going to think Brady's back and want to pick the mm-hmm. Bucks. So, but I just, Tampa's not a very good team right now. 
Well, Axel, you get to go back to uh, Philadelphia here because the commies are going into Philly on Monday Night Football where the Eagles are favored by 10 and a half. Another Springsteen reference. The streets of Philadelphia. No, no, no. Bah, 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 bah. Uh, on the st- um, I was bruised and battered. I couldn't tell what I felt. Tom Hanks. Unrecognizable to myself. That's, damn, what a song. Springsteen is the man. Yeah. Um, this is ten and a half points. <laughs> Monday Night Football, the Eagles 8 0. Uh, divisional game here against the Tommies. <laughs> Brett. Do you know you you have these stats sometimes? What the what's the what's the recent record Eagles versus Commies? Does anyone know? I don't I don't have that oh, handy. Oh, okay. La, 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't that's a lot of points. I'm wondering just you know, this NFC East like the AFC East, they know each other, you know? lot of what are you solo you're you're in that division yes i am what do you feel is eagles commies recent history uh well when they play each other and and when there's new players on the team sometimes the other team will say you're unrecognizable (laughs) to myself I was bruised and battered. Oh, sorry. I fucking love that song. Axel just, it, it was awesome like, song. I was like a dormant volcano and Axel just like, <laughs> anyway. Well, Axel, you know, I, I've got the, oh, sorry, Heath, go ahead. Oh, no, go Ando. Go Ando. I was going to say it. If, I've if got go the last, last couple of years. Eagles, last year, Eagles won 24 to 8 and the Eagles won 20 to 16. The year before that, Eagles 27, 17 and 20. 14 by Washington. So the last four matchups, it's three and three to one Eagles. Okay. And Eagles are definitely better and clicking this year. Commies, not so much, but better than maybe people expected. We talked about uh, Heineken. He's playing good. Um, Tenant, I'm going to take the commies, man, with that. It's just, I think the Eagles are going to win, but that's too many points for me. I'm taking the commies. Yeah, this one, I want to take the Eagles, but after watching the commies and the Vikings last week, the commies aren't great, but they're pretty, they've got a solid defense. Their defense isn't terrible. Heineke makes a few plays. He also makes a few boneheaded plays. So they're not going to, I mean, there's no way the Eagles are losing this game, but I don't think, I think I'm going to take the points too. I'm going the commies. I I am not going with you guys. I think Philly's going to win by mm, seventeen. Okay, give me give me Philly minus ten and a half. Hmm. You know, I kind of feel unrecognizable <laughs> to myself. But, um, I did it. God, all right, that's it. That's it. Once we get off the Philly game, I'm I'm done. Uh, I promise. I don't think um, I can work in a pan, uh, Springsteen reference on the next game, so I think we'll be uh, okay. I'll figure something out. I'll figure something <laughs> out. Um, so, so this is the thing. The, the the scores you rattled off, it's like the, if, if say, the Eagles are favored by 10 and a half in all those games, they would, like, cover one, cover me. They would lose one. You know, they wouldn't cover one, but they'd win. I, you know, it's kind of glory days I'm yes, thinking of. True. But, uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's like the, a the Phillies burn. I know. <laughs> Make you look like a fool, boy. 
Oh God. Oh, I love this. This is what makes my year. Um, Cause I totally forgot what I was going to say. Uh, yeah. So you want to go Eagles Monday night against the commies minus 10 and a half. I mean, Brett's right. You got to go that, but you know, I guess in my history, in my mind, um, I start becoming recognizable to myself and I, they always have a lot of close games. Yes. Uh, I, I'm going to take the commies plus 10 and a half. I'm going to take, I'm going to say commies upset win Heineke Hail Mary. They beat the Eagles at the last second. That would be wonderful at Philadelphia. I won't have, yeah. Oh, Those people would amazing. burn the stadium down. Oh, dude, it would, you know, talk about a, a city being unrecognizable to itself. That was what would happen. <laughs> I, know. I think Heath would fly to Philly and, and help him with that if they do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like the cheesesteak places. You know, people aren't bad people. Yeah, I just really. don't like Eagles fans, but I guess that's everyone in Philly. <laughs> Not a, you know, I would have, no, I, uh, all honesty, I would not want to see that city burn. Um, Thanks. So. Just Thanks for that. That. <laughs> yeah. I got, okay. Don't, oh, don't generous. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty generous of me, isn't it? <laughs> pretty generous. I like Bradley uh, Cooper. You know. All right, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Let's see on that one. Well, tomorrow night there's going to be 57 channels and something. It will be on. It will be the Falcons at the Panthers. Falcons by two and a half. And I will take the Falcons because I don't think the Panthers are very good. And the weather tomorrow night is supposed to be rainy and 20 mile an hour winds. I just I don't like the Panthers at all. Mm -hmm. Falcons to win Hmm. and to cover. Let's see. This game is kicking off in 18 hours. Is my math right on that? Something like that. (laughs) By the time people listen to it, it'll be like. (laughs) <laughs> 17 hours but... yeah. <laughs> oh yeah it's supposed to it's supposed to be rainy which kind of plays into what the falcons want to do anyway um in my opinion so yeah i like the atlanta give me atlanta minus two and a half well hey the falcons were born to run and tomorrow night <laughs> they will run the pill run Algiers. Cordell, 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 and Mariota. Before the pot, I was going to take Carolina because I think everyone's taking Atlanta, but you know what? I, I, I'm rooting for Atlanta in this one. PJ, I don't, you know, I, I'd go PJ Walker pick as a play, but I don't know if he's going to get replaced by Baker again. Uh, you know, give me the, give me the Falcons, baby. And they also activated Sam Darnold yesterday. Oh, Ooh. brother. Definitely Uh-oh. give me the Falcons. Alert then. the media. Um, I am as a former, uh, uh, um, Darnold, uh, fan, um, I'm going to say that that's not going to make a big difference. Um, <laughs> yeah, who's even starting? Cause Baker came in and he threw two touchdowns. No, they said, they good. said JJ Walker still gonna, yeah. Whereas yeah, well, Mike Lombardi calls him PJ Tucker. <laughs> I'm, I'm, this is going to be a fun game for me to watch Brett's Falcons, and I'm going to be rooting for him too. And I think two and a half points, definitely. I'm picking the Falcons here, even even though it's in my former state of North Carolina. And these teams just played each other 10 days ago, and uh, Panthers could have easily won that game. 
Just wanted it's to mention true. that. It's true. Uh, it's going to be a different game. It's going to be at <laughs> the end. It, it, it's, okay, I think I, this I, is going to be a different game. Just kidding. Do you? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> okay, Brett, tell us who is going to win on the late game on Sunday afternoon between the six and two Packers where they head up to Lambeau to face the three and six Packers where the Cowboys are sca- are favored by five. Cowboys are favored by five. Okay. I'll take Cowboys minus five. I I was expecting a little bit bigger of a line than that because the Packers, well, they suck. So give me the Cowboys. Well, I was born in the USA. So who do you pick, right? Mm -hmm. Packers are garbage. But you say, oh, Aaron Rodgers, get right. You know, every week we're like Brady, Rodgers, but when are they going to, you know, you know, I just think McCarthy returning to Green Bay for the first time. Um, the weapons, the Packers, granted they have Aaron Jones, who should be playing, you know, he's banged up and sat most of the game. A.J. Dillon hasn't been able to run the ball very effectively. Uh, Do- Romeo Dobbs, I believe, is out. Bakhtiari is always in and out. They lost another a couple of key. I just think that Lions loss isn't going to help Aaron Rodgers and his mushroom eating. I think the Cowboys are going to come in, come in ready to play and, and they should, they should beat this team up really bad. Uh, give me Dallas minus five. Uh, that's come on guys. If now, since I didn't get to talk, this is, a this is would the Cowboys have a tough stretch and then it get, it opens up easier, of course, but they're at green Bay. Then they're at, Andos Vikings, then short week Thanksgiving, the Giants division rival. So I'm hoping the Cowboys at least can go two out of three because this is what happened last year. They they struggled in November and kind of saw their true colors. The offense was just out of sync. It wasn't working. But I believe with Dak, you know, just third game back, the defense. I think this. I hope this is a different Dallas team, and um, I. I'm confident that they'll beat the Packers uh, just as long as Dak. If they don't turn the ball over, they're going to win handily. Um, I just hope they can stop the run, but I think they'll they'll have a good game plan because the receivers don't scare me. Alan Lazard, will he play or not? Um, you know, Andos Vikings, that's the game I'm most worried about. And then the Giants, I think it'll be a tough Thanksgiving game, but I think they beat the Giants. But I'm not going to look ahead. Let's go Cowboys, baby. Well, you know what? I think that Packers defense and Aaron Rodgers have kind of, I don't know, ended up like a dog that was beat too much. And they're going to get beat again. That was a Bruce Springsteen line, by the way, from Born in the U.S. Oh, um, it was. Yeah. I think the Cowboys, this is gonna, they're gonna, it's going to be a rout, man. I just think the Packers have nothing in them. Nothing. If they can't beat Detroit, yeah, this is they're how, done. They're I done. mean, seriously, seriously. I mean, that's they can't why score I, ten points against Detroit. Even I know. I mean, now I understand. Then you know, there, you know how this league we talk about the inconsistency. Inconsistency. Bengals one week next. Packers are just inconsistently bad. Yeah, they have true. Ando. Yeah, the uh, 
the high in Green Bay on Sunday is supposed to be 36, which is pretty much freezing cold. The Packers are oh. going to continue to be freezing cold and lose mm. their sixth game in a row, and it's going to be ugly. Cowboys. Oh, Andrew would love this. Oh, See yeah. The Packers get smoked again and get knocked out of the playoffs. and then Aaron Especially Rod- being you know, Aaron the, Rod- the prime game of the week, too. Right. And Aaron Rodgers' thumb, I guess that thumb's not quite right. Eh, I don't know. I don't think I think Aaron Rodgers is finally he's ended the Cowboys season many times. Uh, he, uh, you know, has beat us in the playoffs twice. Oh, my God. Heartbreaking, heartbreaking. Des catch. And then the Crosby long 50 something yarder. Oh, Jack's rookie year. I just I, I just I've never seen us in the last 10 years sack Rodgers. This is the this is the day I finally get to see him on the turf. <laughs> I hope it happens. I hope so too. Well, in our this... last game, Heath, you're picking first. Oh. And we have the Minnesota Vikings at seven and one going to Buffalo, where the Bills at six and two are favored by three and a half. This mm. was seven and a half before the injury news came out. So Yeah, this is tough. Tough. This is tough because we don't know because we pick on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. So um if if Josh Allen was completely healthy. Even with the loss to the Jets, I'd probably take them. But it's going to be cold. It's going to be windy. If it's Case Keenum, I you know, I mean, I you know, I, I just think this is a this. I'm going with the Vikings here, and I'll tell you why real quick. I think this is Dalvin could be Dalvin Cook's day. I think Thielen is going to finally catch a couple touchdowns. And I think Minnesota, this is a beat. I want Minnesota to win because they're going to be high as a kite and then hopefully let down against Dallas. (laughs) If they lose, then they're going to want to kill the Cowboys even more. So give me the Vikes minus three. Well, Solo's now quoting Elton John. (laughs) (laughs) We've moved on from Springsteen. Um, Kellum's Bills, still to me, best team in the league. But I don't know how to pick this because if Josh Allen plays, I think they're going to win, whether he is throwing a lot or just running a lot. Um, Sorry to say, Ando. But uh, if not, I'm going to definitely pick the Vikings. So this is tough for me. Uh, I don't think Josh Allen's going to play. I don't um, think so either. So I think I'm taking the Vikings. Well, I – uh, oh, go, go ahead, Heath. You are going to say something. No, no. you know what? I'm not going to say it. I was just going to say Josh Allen's unrecognizable to himself. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said that now. That was good. <laughs> and <I'm laughs> New material. I like it. Yeah, the uh, if Allen was playing, I would not like the Vikings' chances. But the Vikings have already beaten a couple teams playing backup quarterbacks, and I think I think uh, I think he sit, I think Allen sits even if he isn't banged up that bad. I think they don't want to chance it. I mean, that's they've they uh, they beat Miami with a backup quarterback. They beat Washington last week with a backup quarterback. They're going to do it again. Dalvin Cook playing against his brother, James Cook from. Buffalo, I think he's going to be extra motivated. I agree with you. He, he, Cook is going to have a big game. And I think the Vikings are going to 
surprise people and win this game. If Allen was there, I would, my pick would be different, but I'm going to go with, stay with my Vikes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I guess also, uh, I also think Cook is going to have a, a big game. James Cook. Oh. oh. Give me the Bills minus three and a half. Oh, damn it, Brett. Whoa, You're we got to pause this pod. We got to oh, pause man. this pod. I, I don't feel right right now. That, that one I, I was double faked. Oh, now I want to change my pick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. I just want to say I'm sorry, Andy, but I I do think the Vikings have kind of been <clears throat> playing a bunch of close games lately. And this might be the week that it's just not quite enough. It, it I mean it wouldn't surprise me. That's part of the reason I took them too, it's because it's the Vikings. And I you always have to factor in a little bit of homerism on your picks. At least I do with mine. So Brett, how do you factor the QB situation? He has a Case Keenum I, uh, printed underwear, I think. It is. <laughs> so he's a big fan. <laughs> Sorry. Did he go to your high school or something? <laughs> he plays no, I'm not. <laughs> I just, you know, I, I'm not really factoring in the quarterback. I just, oh. I feel like, I feel like, you know, I, I mean, I, th- I just feel like the Bills are, are the better team. And, uh, overall so i'm just kind of rolling the dice because i mean it's it's almost impossible to pick the game without knowing the quarterback situation but Mm -hmm. yeah i'm just kind of rolling the dice there that the bills are still going to be the better team i dig it i dig it well i guess that brings us to the end of our picks but guess what we're moving from the hammock and the recliner Brett's recliner, we forgot to mention that. Oh, I forgot to mention Brett's recliner, yeah. Are we moving over to the love seat first, or you talking about the Blue Bombers for a half an hour solo? <laughs> <laughs> we can do it both. We can do it all on the love seat. Okay. Like, what we'll do is we're going to go on the love seat, talk a little college, and okay. then I stay on the love seat, and you guys go on the floor and just, like, circle me and listen. <laughs> you know like, it's like a late-night story. I'm going to take <laughs> around the love seat. While you while you take control of the circle solo. <laughs> Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> okay, I won't go there. I'm gonna go pee pee now. I'll be back. Sir. Okay, go pee pee. So evidently I don't think uh did Axel watch Tennessee, Georgia? I don't know. <laughs> I'm guessing not. I was gonna ask yeah. him because I thought he did, but Well we'll 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 ask him and, and get his when he comes back from his old man pee break. So, Brett, you were there tailgating. Uh, what a yeah. win by your Bulldogs, man. It was, it was awesome. It was, uh, it was just – it just went perfectly to uh, Kirby Smart's game plan. They, uh, they, they slowed down the tempo. They played defense. They drained the clock. I think Georgia leads the uh, nation in time of possession. So, that's just, that's just their game. And um, – they played it perfectly. I think they, they probably could have won by more, but it started raining there in the third quarter, and they just kind of slowed it down. I think they threw like four passes in the second half or something. But I feel like the game kind of turned on a punt. Of, of Oh, all the time. greatest punt of that, all time? That, that was awesome. <laughs> that punt, it was a 7-3 to three First of all, I got to say, the game did not start out well because George is driving down the field right. and they fumble the ball. 
give Tennessee three points right off the bat. So I'm not feeling good at that point. But they bounce back, and then at 7-3, they, they, they're stopped on a third down. They punt the ball from their own 23-yard line, and it goes all the way to the one-yard line, rolls out inside the one-yard line, 75-yard punt. From there, they basically get a safety that's somehow not called a safety, even after review, which is very strange. Um, but then the very next play after the punt, a 36-yard punt was a 37-yard touchdown pass on first down right off the bat. So to make it 14 to three, and I think at that point that's your ball game. That's all the points they needed to win. Um, but it was just it was just lockdown defense, uh, solid offense all around. Yeah, I I, I thought it would be a better game. Uh, I was very impressed with Georgia, Tennessee. I mean, I'd watched, you know, some Tennessee and I was just like, oh, this could be their year. This could be their year. And I thought the game was going to be a lot closer. Um, I would have taken the points, uh, and it, but it wouldn't matter, especially after that first like interception and, you know, or, you know, it was like, oh my God, but then when they didn't score a touchdown. So it was just like, I just, I, I underrated Georgia a little bit. So I, I, I like what I saw and, um, you know, Stetson it's weird because the really good too. Yeah. Stenson Bennett, you know, what a good name. quarterback. <laughs> what a, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you have that cologne in a hat, don't you? Axel. I love it. And by the way, I did watch this game. Lachlan was watching it with me too. We were rooting for Georgia, Brett. Yay. What it, uh, and it was, uh, good to see him win. Yeah, it was it was damn good. Georgia looked. I mean, I just didn't say the game was great, but Georgia looked real good. And I mean, one thing about Tennessee, it's SEC teams, Big Ten teams are this way a lot of the time too. When they're undefeated, they usually get overranked a little bit just because of the the conference that they're in. And I think that might have been the case. Tennessee's offense is obviously awesome, but I don't think they they probably weren't deserving of that top seed. I think Georgia is. Georgia looks like the best team in the country. I've seen most of the top fifteen play now, and they look they were impressive. Done in champs. I agree. Uh, Ohio State also did not look that great, even though they won. Um, yep. But so, but they're right there. Um, and Ohio State, that game too was played in a monsoon too, so it's it's hard to. That's true. I, I think that was the one I texted you guys right before that awesome punt in Georgia, where the guy punted it like eighty some yards because he was punting with the wind at, up in Chicago <laughs> there. So, but yeah, that's. But like I said, Ohio State could be too, and Michigan. They're both ranked high, but what's they the what are the new the yet. new the new rank rankings? TCU's in now, and yeah, I think you know Ohio State there? is two, Michigan three, TCU four. I think. Yeah, and I'm wondering. I wonder if they're doing that because TCU is undefeated, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. And you know how like they don't want to seem bad if they leave TCU you out at all you know if they don't hey they're undefeated and they're not in the top four so they're putting them in now and then they just want them to drop off it seems yeah um you that know so really if they can run the table and win their conference and they're gonna stay in that top four right right they're basically putting it on them because last year what we had cincinnati was the fourth and of course they got demolished yeah um it was, that wasn't and, a joke, but well, and Ohio State and Michigan play each other at the last game of the season in the Big Ten. So, I mean, they're going to play one of those teams will probably fall out too, right. unless there's a bunch of two loss teams. Yeah. Now, 
if Georgia holds serve, uh, does that mean uh, with with the Tennessee loss? I, um, I'm, I I don't know the SEC. Uh, it, would it be Georgia Alabama in the SEC championship, or am I? Right now, it's right. It's going to be Georgia and LSU. If LSU, oh can LSU, that's right, because they beat Bama. Yeah. So Alabama might luck out not getting a third loss. <laughs> um, do you see well, Alabama play, getting play back at Ole Miss? Uh, Alabama plays at Ole Miss this Saturday, so and that's right. going to be a tough game. Um, so they could they could get a third loss, but I, I just want to don't want to see them. Loss. I hope so. We need a break. I got yeah, they're not going to win the West, so and they already have two losses, so. It would take a miracle for them to get back in it. It's happened before with them. That's what scares me. I'd love to see Auburn or Alabama not be there too. Just I want to see different. I need some different teams because it's it's kind of like the NBA was with the you know the Warriors and the Cavs for so many years. It's like oh here go Alabama, Ohio State. That's why it's why I don't have fatigue on Georgia yet because they you know so they can do another year, but. Next year, forget it, Brett. I want Syracuse <laughs> in Minnesota. No, that'll never happen. But well, um, Oregon has a shot. Uh, TCU has a shot. Those teams just need yeah. to win out, and they they'll probably get in. Now, if they screw up and lose, then you're probably going to see you know two Big Ten or two SEC teams again yeah. in the top. Four. So do do we want to do we want Georgia Ohio State? Is that the best game? Would you guys say? From what I've seen, I think it would be, but. I don't know. It's I have I, yeah. Michigan's got some. Michigan's got like one of the best running backs in the league, and they're pretty damn, yeah. pretty damn good too. So James I, Colburn or whatever his name. What's yeah, his name? I can't remember what. Yeah, yeah James Colburn. Yeah, no, uh, it is. <laughs> what the hell is his Cokey name? Colburn remember. or something. Yeah, it's something like that. But but Ohio State's so damn good too. And there's the thing with Ohio State, they're just like Georgia, where they're so damn deep that even if they have injuries. They're, they're guys that I haven't even seen the field are better than 99% of the other college football players. So, yeah, I don't know. That, that would be my guess. I don't know. What do you think, Brett? Yeah, I would say I think the favorite for the championship game, odds on. Um, Today's episode of Daily DVR presents House of the Dragon. Uh, that, I mean, that, that would, that's, the, uh, that's the assumption, I guess. Of course, anything yeah. can happen. Our presents House um, of the Draft of Michigan Daily DVR. Today's episode of Daily DVR. Oh, yeah. in there. But just as far as odds go, our presents House of the Dragon is brought to you. episode of Daily DVR presents House of the Dragon is brought to you by Cufflinks. Blake so, Corum. Yeah. is that running back? Blake Corum. Yeah, James Colbert.com. Cufflinks.com. Um, <laughs> it's a Coco Colbert. Oh, I don't, <laughs> what the hell's going on? Uh, do we have a game of the week? This I, I was Head looking at the schedule because I wanted to get an actual game to DVR and fast forward through, but I really couldn't find any like games that jumped out at me. Tulane, we UCS. Give them... How about yeah. that? <clears throat> Tulane versus UCF. They're both ranked, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, is that seventeen even, uh, to twenty-two. Is that, even, is that on a station that Axel gets? <laughs> I don't even know if it's on TV, but it probably. Yeah. Uh, ESPN two, it says. Okay, oh. I get that. <laughs> well, I'm Axel. Well, I think there's, I, a, there's a decent Oregon uh, Washington game should be decent too. On that, West okay, Coast. that was the one that was I was actually thinking of because Axel's in Oregon and Washington's got know, a pretty hot shot quarterback that transferred out of Indiana. 
Yeah, uh, Penix. Penix. Yep, he's yep. pretty good. And Oregon's quarterback is pretty awesome too. What the hell's his name again? Bo Nix. Bo Nix. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. a Bo Nix is a Heisman contender this year too. <clears throat> All right. All right. Uh, ESPN Game Day considers the uh, TCU versus Texas matchup the game of the week. Oh, yeah. I'm interested in that because Texas actually favored in that game, even though TCU is undefeated. Actually, yeah. So, Axel, you pick which game you want to fast forward through. (laughs) I actually watched the game last week. Um, I'll take both of them and fast forward through both of them simultaneously in two different rooms. All right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right well i'm gonna stay on the love seat for a few minutes while you guys circled your uh, circle around oh, um, do we have to hold hands or yeah i don't know so that's not my hand I, oh what <laughs> wait those are pillows uh, and then we can go to the cadillac ranch when we're done with the pod um the bruce springsteen song uh so as you guys know i'm a Canadian football fan. I have been a fan since 1984, maybe even 83. My dad has been a big CFL fan, so he got me into it. We moved to upstate New York in the mid-80s, and so a lot of the games were on. And so the year I started following it, Winnipeg won the Grey Cup, so I became a Winnipeg fan. Uh, And they won another cup in 90, was the last cup they won, and they hadn't won till 2019 when they finally uh, beat the Hamilton, Hamilton Tiger Cats, which is my father's favorite team. Then we had the re- they didn't during the pandemic, no Grey Cup, no season. 2021, they play Hamilton again. And what a game it was last year. Because uh, in Canadian football, when you down the ball in the end zone, you give a point. And uh, if you don't run it out, and because of that, things happened and went to overtime. Winnipeg won their second championship in a row. They, the Blue Bombers finished 15 and three this year. They were, they are the best team in the CFL by far. Um, So this past weekend, Montreal Alouettes defeated the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Sorry, dad. And the uh, BC Lions and the, and that's in the East. And then the West, the BC Lions took care of business against the Calgary Stampeders. So we have Toronto Argonauts hosting the Montreal Alouettes in the East and then the my game, Winnipeg Blue Bombers host the British Columbia Lions, BC Lions, for the Western Conference Championship. The winners will meet in the Grey Cup, leave the 110th Grey Cup, or 109th Grey Cup. So it's been going on for over 100 years, this league. Um, during the year, the Bombers beat BC 43-22, to lost to them 40-32, to and then beat them final week of the season 24-9. to uh, couple of great players for Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Quarterback Zach Kalaros out of Cincinnati. He's a starting quarterback against Nathan Rourke for BC, who played at Ohio University. So Battle of Ohio here, folks. Uh, Brady Oliveira is the Bombers' number one rusher. Uh, Dalton Schoen is their leading receiver. He had 70 receptions, 1,441 yards, 16 touchdowns out of Kansas State. Uh, on the defense, though, the Blue Bombers – they have my boy, Willie Jefferson, ordered the jersey. It's coming in soon. Uh, he played at Stephen F. Austin. He led the team with seven sacks. Jackson Jeffcoat, Jim Jeffcoat's son, who played at Texas, oh, and wow. former Dallas Cowboy, is the other defensive end. So he, they're a great tandem. And then 
one of the favorite names on the Blue Bombers, linebacker Adam Big Hill, played at Central Washington. Adam Big Hill, remember that name. Um, it's funny because the Bombers, Andrew Harris was their number one running back. He was the MVP of the uh, uh, one of the Great Cups. And he signed a free agent contract with Toronto. So I'm, I have a feeling it's going to be a Winnipeg-Toronto Great Cup. Uh, so I'm hoping my Bombers, it'll be on, that one will be on ESPN2 at 1.30 Sunday. Axel, record it. Watch five minutes or so on a t- Tuesday and uh, report to me. Now, if the Bombers lose, don't even watch it. But what I got to do, it's on the same time as the Cowboys. So usually, because I never get spoiled on CFL, because no one I know is a fan other than my dad. So I usually will watch the NFL and then watch it later on delay and not check. Uh, so I might do that because it is Packers, Cowboys. But I'm, but if they make the Grey Cup, I, you know, Grey Cup's usually around 3 o'clock. Um, the Cowboys and Vikings next week. Oh, boy. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'll do because I love my Canadian football. Go Blue Bombers. I'm ready. I'm excited. I'm the only person in California, I think, roots for Canadian football. And uh, just love my Blue Bombers, man. I have for 35 years. Love it. I love that. I, lo- I don't like blue balls, but I like the Blue Bombers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's my only team to win anything in the last 10 years or when so. So, win, Do people call them the Blue Ballers? I wish I was taller. I wish I was a baller. Uh, no. 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 <laughs> All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening for, for my <laughs> CFL. If you're not Bruce Springsteen, asleep, thank you. For yeah. you're not, you, you will be now. Hey, you no. can't spell Winnipeg without win. That's true. That's right, baby. That's true. Three peat. Three peat. Give it to me, baby. Or peg. Uh huh. Uh um, Pretty fly for a white guy. I actually, for a while, followed the Canadian Football League. Um, I was a fan of what? Uh, um, I can't remember, but I watched a couple. There's only nine teams. There's only nine teams. So, um, I think it's interesting. I think that's kind of cool. If you don't run it out, you lose a point. That's kind of interesting to me. Yeah, and if you miss a field goal, and because the end zone's so wide, if you miss a field goal and they don't, and no one returns it, you get a point. Um, it's three downs, of course. Uh, you can have guys in motion. That's fun. It's a fun. Mm-hmm. Well, Warren Moon, before he became a great NFL quarterback, he yeah. played with the Edmonton Eskimos, won many a great cup. Or my boy Doug Flutie played yeah. with. Um, uh, BC Lions, Calgary, and won titles with the Calgary Stampeders and the Toronto Argonauts. Uh, Ricky Williams played with the Argonauts one year after his I NFL career. Yeah. Um, Rocket Ishmael played a year with the Argonauts, won a cup in nine, well, you know, and then signed with the Panthers after that, after one year, the CFL. Um, you don't get a lot of that anymore, any really big names going. Uh, Johnny Manziel did try. Oh, he, he played with Montreal for a couple of, and then got traded or something. And then I, I it just. He's, he's actually doing, what's that, fan controlled football? It's like in Vegas. Oh, you can, like bet yep. on yeah. what they're going to do or something. And then they, whoever. Yeah, no, you, you like put in a thing and the fans call the plays, I think, isn't it? Uh, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. He's playing. That's what it is. Yeah, it's like an instant thing where you vote and whatever, if they vote for a screen pass, they run a screen pass. Angle at it, though. 
Oh, I'm sure there is. You know, I think they it's part of their game. But um, all right. Well, listen, everyone, this has been great. We've been going almost three hours. <laughs> Every time we implement some new way, <laughs> it doesn't work. Just makes it longer. Um, it's been great having Brett on again. I love all four of us doing this. It's a great show. Anybody have anything else they want to say, or are we, are we good to go? You know what? I was glancing at my notes. I have two quick fun stats. It's going to take like 10 seconds. Nice. All right. Dallas Cowboys and the Titans are the only teams this season to score on 100% of their red zone possessions. Wow. That was Cowboys have scored on every red zone possession. Nice. Touch, not, not just touchdowns, field goals. Yeah, right? just scoring, yep. Scoring. Wow. This one this one is a mind blower. Patrick Mahomes has now won 23 straight games in November and December. Holy crap. And I didn't That's believe insane. the stat. I went back and looked at it and it's last year they lost the game in January, but it was it was still a regular season game, but it was in January. So, yeah, uh, November December they have won 23 straight. He has won 23 straight games in November and December. Oh. Wow. Yeah, that that continues. Yeah. You sure you guys don't want to go another hour? One game. No. That that was the last of my stats. I thought those were two pretty cool stats, so I just wanted to throw them out before we left. So I kind of want to know more about the Argonauts, but I think it. I think it's <laughs> so well, we got to save something for next week. True. True. Well, thanks. Yeah, save listening. something. Hit us up at dvrpodcast.com. You all are the best. Peace out. Welcome to East New York. Perfect. <laughs> That was great, guys. <laughs>